on that. Shoot! I, I, I do I do ballroom and Latin dancing, so I bounce to this music. So you see that there are people out there who appreciate this. Stevens Aaron does Latin ballroom dancing. Okay, that is amazing. Stevens Aaron, you continually amaze me, man. Look, Barenzo loves it. He says you never play this kind of music. Barenzo, it's for you, buddy. Wait a second. His real name is Aaron Stevens. All this time? Yes. Did you not yeah. know? Then why is it backwards? Because it's always been my username. It's always been my email address. It's always been my logins for everything. Everything in my world is upside down now. <laughs> you really didn't know? How did you not know this? <laughs> I mean, I thought he just had, you know, a weird last name and a weird first name. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whose who's first name ends with an S? Okay, Stevens. I guess, you know, his parents didn't like Steven. Maybe he had a twin that he absorbed when he was in utero. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe he had a twin in utero and, and he ate him. Okay? It's possible. That's right. Thank you, Blue. S could have been his middle name or middle initial. Steven yeah. S. Aaron. That actually would have made way more sense than what I came Maybe, up with. But yet none of those are true. <laughs> is it is it your real name or is this a screen name? Like should we should we be making reference to the fact no. that your real life name is that? That is my real name, yeah. Oh, that's a terrible I'm, idea. I'm, I'm Why, would Stevens, yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you do that, A Ron? That's a horrible idea. <laughs> You're letting the entire internet know who you really are. I mean, to be to be fair though, DJ, you also gave me your phone number. <laughs> okay, that is true. But you're my friend. I don't give my cell phone number out to just anybody willy nilly. But okay. I found you. I found you not using that. <laughs> what? Ripper. Ripper's like, uh, dude. First of all, you're on stfc.space. So I took your IP address. I reverse engineered it, found out where you were accessing the internet, how many tacos you ordered from DoorDash last night. And no, uh, that's, that's way too much work, dude. <laughs> just, you know, honest, honestly, it was five tacos, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, everybody, welcome in to Talking Trek, where the topic of today's conversation. Oh, I guess we should play the intro. Okay, let's do that. I mean, Ripper, I ain't gonna lie. I even like the sound of the name of this arc. Like, everything about this arc has has started out just being very different. Very, very different. And I'm concerned for Keenzer's safety. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Coming up here 
on Talking Trek Live as we head into Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I am your host, Ultimate DJs. Welcome into the show. Who was hanging out with us here on a Wednesday afternoon? Let's hit it up on a Talking Trek server sound off. Friend Susie, what's up? Welcome. Uh, Jerry Ryan on 146. Lord Farquaad also 146. Wambulance on server 15. Thank you very much for being here. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Rotifer, server 17. Jayberg on 32. Hannock on 156. Uh, Gergen on server 184. Welcome. Thank you. Yaya here on server 43. Raging Ginger, server 31. What's up? Shout out. Whoop, whoop. Commander Taylor on 192. What's up, buddy? Bill's Mafia on 32. Metal on server 8. Shady Pines. Heads up from the catnip, people. Let's go. Server 27 to 29. OP on server 15. Thank you, Triblets on server 11. Sobex uh, going 30 hours without sleep. That seems to happen around Arkfall. Uh, kind of a crazy thing. Tavi, uh, Tavi Moza. Server 20. What's up? Cold Brew on 22. Uh, Stevens Aaron is here. You're talking Trek. Audio engineer and moderator. Thank you, sir. Tosh on 169. Thank you. Dark on 27. Chronos, server 61. Blue on server 36. Thank you. Captain Taylor, what's up from server 27? Zebukin on server 53. Thank you. Captain Planet on European 167. Server 41. Welcome, Star Fury. Thank you. Chronic Break on server 10. Gopher says, great time for the UK. Thank you. Server 130 checking in. Borg Sentinel on server 38. Thank you. Dehagas on server 16. Ordeo on server 8. Thank you. Uh, Amal. 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 I'm going to call you that because I cannot pronounce your name. Server 168. What's up? Thank you for being here. BSB1, server 40. Thank you. Patron St. Nick on server 10. What's up? Thank you very much. Appreciate you being here. Virtual Army on server 135. Thank you. AFOX on server uh, 134. Patron St. Nick on server 10. Borg Sentinel on server 38. Be ready. Checking in from India on server 196. Blue Mandalorian on 8 and 32. Saltrix on 36. Get a Rob Job on server 8. And Hani joining us from 10 and 43. Shorts on 29. And the list continues on. 70 additional messages. Appreciate you guys being here. Sadly, a smaller audience today because Discord is pooping itself, Ripper. Discord is not publishing any announcement channels today. All right? Absolutely not. an update lately that's kind of glitched out. Oh, uh, shocking. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm sending a message to the people that probably don't even know that we're on the air because no messages got pushed. And look, now I can't even send a PM. Look at there. PMs are not even going through. I'm lagging out. You know what? I hope that this show goes okay, Stephen Zarin, because as of right now, I cannot even shoot a, a private message. Won't go. It's great. At, now I've got the red bar. Please try again, that stupid little that Discord bot. your internet. <laughs> no, no. It's been stupid Discord all day long. I haven't been able to push messages. Even the official, um, the official moderators pushed an announcement this morning. And it would not go out. Now, DeHanga no. says, I did get the notification on a couple servers. You probably yeah. got it from Vita's bot. All right. Vita's bot doesn't use the follow feature. It's just a good old-fashioned, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> good old-fashioned, what do they call it, a DDOD attack? Like, it just spams servers with messages. All right. This <laughs> Discord probably bot. actually really hates bots like Vita's because <laughs> it just pushes uh, a gazillion PMs out. It doesn't use Discord's internal follow feature. 
uh, the announcements channel, the follow where you can follow it's something in your own Discord doesn't work, uh, or at least not working today. According to Wambulance, they are investigating this issue. Thank you so very much, Discord. Uh, anywho, yes, some people... Now, listen, if you if you were... For example, if you were in our Discord, you would have gotten the at everyone notification. But if your alliance, for example, followed our channel and you were not in our Discord channel, then you would not have received that notification. Just like I'm sure some players did not receive the official communication from Live Ops this morning. And we're going to talk about that uh, coming up yeah, here in just a little bit. I pushed it I pushed it to a couple of servers manually myself. Got to well. have to do it manually. Got to do it manually because yep. it's not forwarding through Discord. So we appreciate that very much. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we get too deep into everything, Bubba Joe says he's on his way in. Uh, yes, Snake Eyes, that's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is everyone who listens to this podcast should join our Discord. <laughs> there you go. That's a brilliant thought, actually. Uh, join the Discord. Um, what, we, what we do know is that Big and Bubba said that they would be in after we finish the stupid news. So I guess we should probably go ahead and get that out of the way. Ladies and gentlemen, from all across the world, it is time to check in with the Talking Trek newsroom. And see, it's not just Discord. Stupid news! <laughs> oh my gosh. What's up, Dekix? Thanks for being here, pal. Blue, you're right. If somebody was going to listen live, if somebody was going to listen live, they would have to be here in our Discord on the stage. However, we, you know what's amazing about this? This is probably the same with like YouTube and things like that. There are an exponential number of listeners in podcasts as there are during the live taping. We usually have between two and 300 people here in our studio audience, but we are averaging between four and 5,000 unique downloads uh, every single time we publish an episode. So, I mean, you got, that's, that's what, is that 10 times, 12 times the number of people actually listen in podcasts? So they don't always uh, have the ability to get here live. And, uh, and that's great. Um, I mean, it's great that they listen. Not great that they can't be here, obviously. Yeah, uh, we'll stop talking, Ripper. Uh, good afternoon, morning, or evening. Depending on where you are, it's time for us to check in with the stupid news. Here in the United States, Big Country. Welcome to the stage. Big Country is here, everybody. Big Country, uh, the United States Treasury. I mean, I swear. Government, government just flies all over me. The United States Treasury is considering printing a trillion-dollar coin. Folks, listen to how absolutely, absolutely asinine and, and ridiculous, okay? They are considering... Sorry, minting. Yes, Star Fury. They're considering minting a trillion-dollar coin so that they can cover America's debt, is what they say. <laughs> They're just going to print the coin... And they're just going to hand a couple of them over to China and say, hey, we good. Uh, as long as they don't accidentally use it to buy Pepsi in the office vending machine, I guess it's fine. Whatever. I don't know. Can't you write a check? Can you write a check? <laughs> just write a check. Why do you need to print a coin for that? Oh, God. According to a new study, uh, everybody. Hey, Ripper, this is an example of funny yet inappropriate. According to a new study, farting ranks as the most common gas-related stomach issue 
Okay. Uh, with everyone staying at home for the past year and a half, it's it's no wonder why so many people have adopted dogs. They needed somebody to blame it on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, people across the world are farting at a rate of 178% of that uh, fart rate from before the COVID pandemic. <laughs> I can't. I, wow. Why is this being Who studied? studied this? Who studies yeah. this? I mean, people, that's actually very interesting. Why? People are farting 178% more now than they were before COVID. Researchers are saying, Ripper, to your point, researchers now say that a poorer quality of life, stress, anxiety, diet, and depression appear to be to blame for the increase in gas-related symptoms. Turns out, if your life blows, so will your butt. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, well done. This this was a study that was actually conducted and paid for by somebody's tax dollars somewhere. Okay, I don't know where. Just saying. Uh, down in Alabama, a man was found sleeping in the press box of a sports stadium in a pile of stolen chicken fingers, open candy, and methamphetamines. Uh, <laughs> or as they or as they call it in Alabama, Sunday brunch. Uh, yeah, this guy found in the uh, in the press box of uh, of a high school football stadium, and uh, he just decided to binge on chicken fingers, candy, and meth. Everybody, good stuff. A 27 year old toilet has been discovered in Jerusalem, Bubba Joe. Welcome to the stage, Bubba. You you joined slightly early. You said you were trying to miss this glory. Uh, a 27-year-old toilet has been found in the country of Jerusalem. Uh, expert plumbers have examined the specimen and claim that in order to get it working, all they're going to need to do is jiggle the handle 24,000 times. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know, DJ. I don't know, I don't know why. DJ. You might, uh, might need to flush that story down. That <laughs> was really bad, DJ. Oh, good. We got punchlines. Punchlines. 2,700 years old. 2,700 years. That toilet. Is, uh, that's that's it. Uh, and, and You're going to want to keep it going. You don't want to get back up. <laughs> yes. Oh, Deckix, I can't read your punchline. I'd have to censor it, and I know I'll forget later. So, uh, Steven Zaret, you want to do a – you want to do a – no, nah, I don't want to do it. There it is. There's the picture. That's the toilet, everybody. It's 27 years – 2,700 years old. It doesn't appear to have a working handle to jiggle. Um, listen, I know I know you guys are true sci-fi fans and you love reboots because they're always done so well. The upcoming and official third Ghostbusters sequel, Ghostbusters Afterlife, has released a line of shoes from Reebok, Steven Taren, that will bring Stay Puffed tennis shoes to your feet. They are they're actually kind of cool looking. I ain't gonna lie. Like... I would have considered possibly getting a pair until I read this next line, which is, you know, so far pre-orders have all been a median age of 87-year-old men. 87-year-old men buying the Stay Puffed tennis shoes just to keep themselves comfortably. Seriously, Reeboks are not exactly young and hip anymore. On a scale of one to white New Balances used to mow the lawn, they're about an eight. Is <laughs> what they are right there. Finally... Uh, this happened. This was sad. Big country, you're a big NFL fan. Sunday, up in the state of New York at the Jets game, 
the stadium broke out into cheers of uh, F. Joe Biden. And it was so loud that the broadcasters actually had to shut off stadium audio. Did anybody watch this? This was probably, I mean, not that it was appropriate. It's probably actually very embarrassing. Uh, As a matter of fact, the Jets organization has apologized to the president, calling it wildly inappropriate. But still, (laughs) a welcome change from the usual chant of F the Jets. (laughs) So they, you know, it's okay, but not okay kind of thing right there. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that's your stupid news. Yeah, did you guys see this, Big? Did you watch that game? Uh, The network had to actually shut off audio from the stadium feed because it was coming through so loud and so clear on broadcast television. I wonder, in a situation like that, like serious true talk, in a situation like that, can the affiliates be fined? You know, like because affiliates get fined, right? If something happens on the network, all the, the all of the affiliates get fined, which I've always found to be ridiculously unfair. As a broadcast professional myself, if my network posts something, why am I held responsible for that? You should go after the network. But nonetheless, this happened and and all of the local stations uh, ended up airing this, and the network had to actually cut audio because the chanting came in so loud. Um, yeah, the FCC, man. Why, why find all the affiliates when it actually happened? And not only that, but it, it wasn't even the, the network's fault. The crowd went wild. The crowd went wild. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Star Fury, you're right. I'm not going to get into all that, but you're 100% right. So, nonetheless. Hey, welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, uh, welcoming you to the stage of Talking Trek Live, our first episode, Bubba Joe, of Duality uh, here in Star Trek Fleet Command, the October arc. And and let me just did, say, uh, go did ahead. Did we get new content? <laughs> did we get new content? Did we, something happen yesterday? Something happened yesterday. As a matter of fact, uh, I've already received one or two PMs about the name <laughs> of our stage here today. Scopely. Are you safe? Have you been injured? Scopely, wink three times if you're okay. Like, if you're under duress, okay? Just just mention the word Oreo cookie. Okay? That's my safe word. Oreo cookie. <laughs> All right? What is happening in the world of Scopely HQ? I mean, Bubba, we're going to break it down today, but honest to God, this is not the same game as it was literally 48 hours ago. It blo- and, and I'm not talking about just content. I'm not talking about what they brought in. Obviously, G5 is going to change the landscape for some players. Agreed. Okay? But I'm talking about communication. I'm talking about generosity. I'm talking about sourcing. I'm talking about gift chess. I'm talking about event calendar and structure. And, and auctions, and creativity. I mean, what? What is going on over there? V-Ready, you had made the comment to me the other day that you did not recognize our... our you did not recognize our game company here. What's happening at Scopely HQ? Keenzer, are you safe? which I really should just pick up the phone and and look in my call log and just dial mom, since you guys all know that Keenzer is actually my mom. Uh, (laughs) I mean, that's that's 
a real thing. Um, uh, yeah, let me just, just dial up my mom, okay? Mustang says it's Scopely saying I'm sorry. Maybe so. Uh, Kim D says let's, let's consider the possibility that this stuff could have been planned for a month or two ago and they just weren't ready. All right, some of this stuff would have been better placed thematically. Uh, you know, let's... I don't know if I want to dive down that road, Cam, but you could be right, Bubba. Response to that line, do you think that this arc was meant to be TNG Arc 5? I No, no. I, as much as I I railed against Scopely for not including the Enterprise D with the TNG Arc, there's too much content here. Like, the skins, maybe. Like, that's the one piece that maybe that should have been a part of the TNG Arc, and then, okay, but... G, trying to loop G5 in with the TNG, especially at the end, would have been an enormous step for them to take. I, 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 don't, I don't see that that would, could have been a part of their plan. I, I think this is intentional. Whether it was ready now or they rushed it, I don't know. But I don't think that they uh, – TNG was, should have stood on its own. It was a large enough property. It shouldn't have had an issue. Um, I, I don't think this is a delay. If anything, I think this is an acceleration, right, based on the feedback we've given that, hey – you got to give us the D. You got to give us the, the Enterprise <laughs> Yes, that's right. Give it to us. Max says, did they release content on accident? No, I, I don't think it was on accident. But, but, I mean, clearly, this has taken a great deal of their attention, Bubba. I mean, I am not making excuses. When you deliver a product, it needs to be top-notch. Uh, TNG Arc 5 was not the caliber that this is and we're on day two clearly there was plenty of time attention and and love and care uh being put into to duality but uh and did it possibly distract them from arc five maybe it shouldn't have but maybe but nonetheless this arc has just been mind-blowing foe says dj you freaked him out by playing marvel <laughs> maybe uh, as a matter of fact, I mean, it wasn't just me, foe. It wasn't just me. Bubba Joe's a level 100, okay? He's a level 100 bro over there. Criminal Ripper, he's a level 100. Steven Darren, what are I'm, you at now? I'm actually not 100 anymore. I'm 103. Uh, 103. See, Ripper promoting himself over there. Uh, lost and found. Technically, I'm 102. Oh, what? <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Uh, I'm a, I'm only a measly yeah, level I'm, 82 I'm only over there. Level 60. Level 60 for Steven Zaren. Okay, Lost and Found is over there playing. A lot of us are enjoying it. A lot of us are 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 um, using it as a break, you know, just to kind of rest our brain a little bit. So no, I don't think that was it, honestly. But but maybe, maybe I take you back, Bubba Joe. Do you remember when Second Galaxy came out? And Scopely actually gave a, a couple of weeks off. Do you remember? We complained about how little there was to do in the game when Second Galaxy launched. And then the very next arcs, it, it felt like Scopely kind of stepped it up. I am, similar with EV I am not going to suggest that Scopely makes decisions based on the industry. But would it be a stretch for them to react to what's going on in their industry? Okay? I mean, huh? All right. Would it be? Would this it be? This one has nothing to do with this. I this don't. Arc. I don't disagree. I don't it's disagree. Too close. You can't. You can't. You can't change too many things. This was too big. Fun. It doesn't work. This was too big. I don't disagree. It was. It's just. It's taken us all by shock. You know. It's taken us all by shock. Gosh, I listed off ten things at the beginning, Bubba, and didn't even mention loyalty tokens, photon tokens, or as we are now lovingly referring to them as rhubarb tokens. Okay. Uh, 
Scopely tried to change the name Bubba Joe to Allegiance Tokens. I ain't having none of that. Nope. I'll call them rhubarb plants before I call them Allegiance Tokens. <laughs> All right. What about three days of gifts? The first three time that's three days of gifts. And by the way, these gifts are not small tokens. All right. These gifts are pretty daggone nicely, heftily loaded chests, which I will tell you, by the way. I will tell you right now, hey, do not be going in and blowing all these directives, folks. I ab- Listen to me here. If you, are, if you are the starter of a rare armada at this second, you need to be clenching your butt. Okay? You need to <laughs> go ahead and finish the armada you're in and then recall. Stop immediately. Okay? These gift chests, everybody, have purpose. Shocking, right? These gift chests have purpose. What was in your gift chest, Bubba Joe? We saw 2,700 rare directives at my level. I don't know about yours. Was it the same? 2,700? Well, three, three chests. Three chests. I'm getting, was it 900? Am I getting 900 or am I getting 700? 700. Sorry, 700. sorry, sorry. 700. I got I'm the like, two. Wait Hold a on. Second. Sorry, I got the two and the seven <laughs> mixed up. Sorry. Okay, 2100. Yes, 700. Sorry. Whoops. Hey, sorry. I got confused with my with my creator chest. Sorry, everybody. I got, I got, uh, I got distracted again from my bribe chest. Uh, no, so 700, 700 per day, uh, and you're going to get it three times. All right. Also inside there, you got a couple of of wharf shards. You got a couple uh, of uh, four of ten shards. And as announced today, and I, I apologize, I'm going to probably be bouncing around a little bit, Bubba, because there's just so daggone much to talk about. All right. The third chest comes tomorrow. Some people, yes, I know. Some people maybe missed a timer. They're only going to get two. They say, ah, ah, nope. The chest is actually coded. And, honey, don't stress, buddy. Don't stress. The chest is coded as limit three. But if you happen to notice, the actual chest still has, at this moment, about 45 hours left on it at the time of taping. So even if you claimed it after 12 o'clock today, tomorrow you'll be claiming it after 12 o'clock, and they gave you an entire 24-hour buffer. So no, Devon, you will not be able to get four, okay? Three is the max that you will get, and they even provided an entire 24-hour uh, buffer to players. So it's coded as limit three. Now, Captain Planet says, oh, shucks, I was trying to hack the system and get a fourth. Well, a lot of people did. The chest was designed as three. It's written as three. It is a limit three, Okay. Um, oh, everybody was hoping, but you know what? Three ain't bad. Three ain't bad. And, and the reason that they did it this way, folks, was to guarantee that everybody was going to be able to get it. All right. The reason that they added an extra 24 hours was not so some people could potentially get in early and get a fourth chest. They did it, uh, so that everybody would have a chance at the full three. Now, Jeff says they could potentially mess it up and maybe we could still get four. Listen, don't mess up your clocks, folks. It could happen. (laughs) All right. But the intent was that it was, in fact, a limit three chest and they put it in for 96 hours so that everybody would have a full opportunity to get all three. Inside this chest, Bubba Joe, we saw rare directives. All right. I direct your attention 
to an excellent piece of communication that was posted not only into the game, but of course within our podcast and within our announcements channel about the heart of Ston. Okay. Oh, you know what? They pulled it down because they had to announce a correction, didn't they? They pulled it down out of the uh, out of the game center. That's okay. Did anybody grab a screenshot? Stevens, Aaron, did you get a screenshot of that? Uh, folks, what you saw was a complete breakdown of every event that's going to be contained within the Heart of Stawn. Lucky for you, everybody, I have it available. All right? So, let's talk about it. Let's, uh, let me find here, let me find my notes so that I can tell you everything that I can. I have not yet done the event guide video, just... <laughs> I don't know where all the time has gone, Bubba Joe, but uh, we seem to have had a shortened amount of it. Um, here we go. <clears throat> Heart of Stawn. All right. Heart of Stawn is beginning this coming weekend. Heart of Stawn is going to start for the very first time uh, on October 11th. Okay. October 11th, everybody, which happens to be, actually, I said this weekend. I apologize. It starts Monday. All right. Starts Monday. And hang on, we'll get to the cloaking. All right. You guys focus, you guys focus in here. Focus. Don't be going off on your tangents. All right. Listen, class. Settle in. Heart of Stawn is what we're talking about now. Heart of Stawn is the event series that will be awarding players a 100 percent free unlock of four of ten. The epic mining officer that we have available to us this month. Uh, 100% free-to-play epic officers sourced if you are able to successfully complete with 100% success the events that are all solo milestone, by the way, sourced throughout eight total days, sorry, ten total days of this arc. Okay? Now, Divine says, if you do all events, i.e., you can't spend materials elsewhere. I don't think that's the case. Would I be spending materials elsewhere right now? Nope. It's called planning. Okay? Now, you have to do something. Look at some of the 51-plus level players. They're clearly spending some materials. Right, Bubba Joe? I bet them materials up there are a little bit expensive. Up there in the level yeah. 50 gangster land. <laughs> um, yep, but... But they're all common right now, so I'm not worried about spending. Hey, you know what? The common ones don't ever score anyway. Because look yep. at the event. It says to spend uncommon or better. So guess what, Bubba Joe? You're not hurting yourself by progressing right now. Do Does anybody think that that was part of the plan? Does anybody give Scopely enough credit to say, hey, listen, we do not want to deter our level 50 bros from progressing into G5 space all right, so let's make sure that they know that whatever they do right now won't hurt them in a later event. Bubba Joe, were you cognizant of the fact that what you are doing right now was not going to hurt you when it comes to the Heart of Stan or the Son of Moak? Uh, I was leveraging off of the fact that typically common materials have not countered for these things. I said I, I felt that I was safe to do that, but... It was a risk. They could have because the, the, the G5 was new that they could have. And I could have been burned, but I felt, I felt that it was a low risk. 
Well, and they put right here in your game center, specifically highlighted in yellow, uncommon materials are better. All right, so let's talk about the heart of Ston. All right, and I'm going to give you, you know, I'll, I'll probably give this to you. Here's our video, Snake Eyes. I'll give you all the events right now, broken down. Here you go. 100% participation in two separate four-day segments, all right? From the 11th through the 14th, you are going to get a, a an overall 96-hour uh, solo milestone, okay? By completing the individual events, the eight daily events and the four two-day events that will over, uh, overlap, by completing these, <clears throat> you are going to be contributing to this 96-hour meta. The 96-hour meta is going to give you your four of 10 shards. You must complete everything, folks. 100% perfect participation. Well, what are you going to have to do? Divine is worried about uh, having to spend materials. A deal messaged me yesterday. He was really upset, Bubba. He was really upset in the official Discord. He was like, how can they expect players to spend materials on eight different days? Well, no, folks. And, honey, don't, don't stress. Read your game center. This information, by the way, is completely available to you guys. All right? Let's look. The day one event, Borg Battle. All right? Borg Battle. The Borg are strong, but you are stronger. Demonstrate the superiority to 4 of 10 by defeating tactical probes throughout the galaxy. That's day one. Going and killing Borg probes, Bubba Joe. I know, Bubba Joe. Ooh, and you know what? It's only a 24-hour. Are you going to find time to, <laughs> to get in there and be able to kill? Again, Scopely, you're putting the entire galaxy in one system just as an FYI, maybe as a side note reminder for future, future planning. I, well, appre I appreciate like the fact that they're starting to use this mechanic a little bit more, starting to use Borg probes a little bit more, but man. It's a milestone, though, right? It is. It's a so, milestone. So that's that's the beauty of it, right? So you get in, you get out, you get in, get your points, you get out, and it frees up the space. The leaderboards are the problem that everyone camps there and is hit trying to hit probes there all day well, that's true. for the duration of the leaderboard. So this shouldn't be as bad, but you're right. It is going, especially right at reset when yeah. everyone's trying to rush in there, but it should get better throughout the day because it is only a milestone and not a leaderboard. That's right. And this milestone is probably not expected to be crazy. It's probably not expected to be crazy. And by the way, let me just go ahead and tell you now. October 11th is Monday. Today is Wednesday. Let me just tell you right now. I do not hear me, people. I do not expect a gift of Borg sales. Now, they could change their mind. They could provide that. That could go out again because they are trying this whole generosity thing. They're trying. I mean, there is no doubt here, big country that they are doing everything within their power to make sure that players leave this arc with this officer. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? Let's take, let's take 10 seconds out here and let's say, hey, big country. Big country, well done, sir. Yeah! Big country has been the loudest voice in the entire Talking Trek panel about sourcing over the last, what, big three months, four months? I mean, it's been a longer issue than that. But this specific course of action, you have called. This has been your demand, your call for the last three, four months. Is it possible that Scopely actually said, hey, 
big, we got you. They're doing everything they can to make sure you walk with this officer. So maybe they do give a gift of sales. It's not currently on my my list of notes, okay? But you've still, it's today's Wednesday, event launches Monday, you got five days, bank yourselves just in case you would have any difficulty, okay? That's right, IJ, big country is a Scopely developer. Big, come on up to the stage, your secret is out. <laughs> You're secret. I'm not that smart. <laughs> you say that, yet you saw the future. Okay? This was your plan. And Scopely has not come out and told me 100% that, yes, we did this because of big country. But it's your No, but plan. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, all the surveys that they put out, and I'm sure, you know, the community clamoring, I'm sure it's a lot of people that that have been, you know, speaking this. So I'm sure for them it's just a matter of just listening to their, you know, listening to their customers. Big, you you have been the loudest proponent of this. I've even come out and and argued with you. I said, Big, Mm -hmm. this is Scopely we're talking about. This is why I'm concerned for Keenzer's safety. (laughs) This is why I'm looking for him to send me a safe word, okay, because – this is out of character. Look here, right here in the chat, okay? In, in the chat right here. Um, this is unusual. This is the way community, uh, this is the way sourcing should have always been, okay? Uh, read, read this one. Gopher says, but why is Scopely doing this? It's so out of character, and this actually raises my suspicions. First of all, I get that feeling, but fight that urge, Gopher. Fight that urge. Don't be suspicious. Enjoy it. All right, because what can they really do to you? I mean, seriously, it's not like you know you getting you getting all this all of a sudden your boss is being really nice to you at work, and then all of a sudden you find a pink slip in your mailbox. Okay, it's not as though they can do anything to you. They can't. Okay, they can do nothing to you. So don't be don't be suspicious. I mean, I get it. I understand why that's the natural feeling. All right. I get that, but enjoy it. Maybe I, I don't want to. I don't want to to assume that this is a new standard, but could it be? Sobek says they're sucking up. Take it and like it. <laughs> Maybe I'm good with it. Okay, I'm good with it. Either way, this is this is what they're doing. So anyway, back to the to the SMS. Heart of Ston, Borg probes. That's day one. Day number two. Okay, day number two. Here you go. I'm sorry, Borg's probes are day two. I uh, I will speculate all I want, which I sp- that's all I do on this show. I speculate. <laughs> all right, yes, mining is day one. I actually read my dates wrong. Borg is day two. Mining will be day one, big country. All right, simple, easy peasy. Most mining milestones typically coincide with something related to the milestones of your dailies. And guess what? Guess what? What else did we just now say? Mining is day one. It starts on a Monday. You got it, Inhani. How about this for subtlety in design excellence? All right? You're doing Mining Monday anyway. So the Heart of Ston event is a gimme. It's a gimme. Tuesday, you got Borg Probes. Wednesday, defeat any hostiles you come across. It's a hostile hunt. Basic, simple, hostile hunt. Okay, simple, 
Easy. That's Wednesday. Then on Thursday, swarm clusters. You still you got a daily for that too. You got a daily for that too. So Thursday is going to be swarm. All right. Now also, you are going to have uh, starting on Monday a solo milestone in conjunction with the mining and the Borg probes. You're going to have a 48-hour solo milestone to deal damage to armadas. What? Could it possibly be? (laughs) Grudging Sue says, oh, lovely, an armada event. Yeah, an armada event. And they just gave you a bunch of rares. So not everybody is going to be stuck doing the uncommons. Or not everybody is going to be stuck not being able to start any. Or not everybody is going to be stuck not being able to participate because it's deal damage and not starts. All right? So Monday and Tuesday, you got a 48-hour damage armada solo milestone. That's Monday and Tuesday. Then, on Wednesday and Thursday, this is the one that A-Deal was worried about, Bubba Joe. On Wednesday and Thursday, you will have a spend G3 to G5, uncommon or better, to demonstrate your skill to 4 of 10. Spend G3 or G5. Now, the way I read this, this is fortunate, Ripper. This is just spend materials. Spend mats. Okay? It could be on ships, it could be on research, it could be on buildings, it could be on... What else do you spend materials on? <laughs> spend them on sending them to DJ, that's fine. Okay, Spend materials. Yes, I know, Big. I thought it was funny wording to show your skill. <laughs> Maybe they're referring to the skill of your planning. The skill of your ability to save. <laughs> okay? The skill of the ability to save. Now... Grudging Sue says, any more than 200000 and you might as well have made it an auction. I disagree with that 1,000%, because what also did they do to influx Jayberg? It's not a, mi- a leaderboard. It's a milestone. Okay, he's joking. <laughs> I can't read your sarcasm, sir. All right, it's a solo milestone. And not only are they giving you this solo milestone, all right, but they also just injected you with how much stuff out of a seven-day chest? For rhubarb tokens, <laughs> okay, and uh, and I might add, let, let's look at the genius behind this calendar. I might add that seven days from yesterday, you will be able to pull another set of refines from your rhubarb plants, which will come before this spend material event. So you're going to be able to pull eight weeks and two months worth of loyalty chest before this event launches. Okay? Snake Eye says, isn't that six days from now? Let's, let me double check. People pulled them yesterday. And, and Heart of Stawn does start on Monday, Snake Eyes, but the material spend is not until day three of Stawn, which means it's not going to start until the 13th. It's not going to start until the 13th, all right, which is actually eight days from today. If you're listening live, it's eight days, so get in there and do your loyalty token pulls. And if you're listening in podcast, get in and do your loyalty token pulls, okay? Because you've got time to bank that for this Heart of Stawn event. 
Okay. Seven days from yesterday, six days from today. So what did I say? Did I say that wrong? It starts on Wednesday, but it's a milestone, so you could do it on Thursday even. All right? So, I mean, technically, you, you still got time. I mean, there's, there's time. If you're listening to this content, you've got time. All right? Now, that is the complete set of events for Heart of Stan. Then it's going to run a second time, which you will also need to be able to complete the second time as well, 100%. What's it going to be? Well, you're going to have another 48-hour solo milestone for spending material. That's going to happen. Um, you are also going to have another Armada event, which is why they're giving you 2,100 rares right here, folks. Connect the dots. Divine says only if you save tokens. All right, now let me be, let me be very factual. This is going to sound rude. All right, I don't mean for it to. But if you didn't save the tokens, then you should have already had the materials or you've already spent them. In fairness, Iggy says, I don't know anyone that saved tokens. Well, that's fine. You guys are like me with my taxes. All right. I don't wait for the government to give me a huge refund. I want my money now. Okay. I structure my taxes so at the end of the year, I get like $100 back or maybe I owe $100. Like, I'm not waiting for the government to give me $5,000. That's an interest free loan that I'm giving to, to Uncle Sam, and I'm not about it. All right. I'm not about it. So I take my money now. I did have a few loyalty tokens, as I showed on camera last night, as I showed on camera in the video I posted to you guys today. I had 105. That obviously means that I've saved for a couple of months, but I have not saved 800 of them. I used some for Picard. I used some for Jordy. I've used some for content as time has gone on. All right? Some people did save all of them. And you're right, Riddick. I've been saying since, what, March or April to... If you wanted, if you wanted a payday to save your loyalty tokens. And it was, in fact, a payday. Not only did they give you a 100% increase in materials because they doubled the payout. They doubled the payout. But now they're going to let you make a run on the bank by withdrawing it at four times the rate at which you acquired it. So essentially, every single week, you can withdraw a month's worth of stuff, and keep in mind now, a month's worth of stuff is two months worth of stuff with the older model. So every seven days, if you look at what you're used to in this game, every seven days they're giving you two months of what you were used to. Pretty daggone stout. Pretty daggone stout. So, but for those who didn't plan, or those who didn't save, that's okay, you still planned. Your base is not empty. Okay, let's not face, uh, let's be real. You are still a smart player. I, I'm talking to you, Talking Trek listener. You're a smart player. You've been here. You've listened to this content. You know what planning and strategery are. <laughs> strategery. You know what these things are. You're not out of materials. Okay? You've got some materials. You will be successful this month. Scopely is seeing to it. Okay? Aries says, I'm giving too much credit. I don't think so. You guys are dedicated to the game. You guys are here because you want to be smarter about the game. You will be. You will be fine. You'll be fine. Okay? Um, then we've got, of course, the... Uh, here's more. We've got uh, Swarm Clusters. We've got Eclipse Hostels. We've got Doomsday Worms. All a part of the Heart of Stawn event. 
in, in the second week. All right. So lots of variety here, big. Even the variety in events from week one to week two are slightly different. And you praised that last month as well. You said the wide variety of events that we got actually kept my attention, right? What do you feel about the, the events that they've laid out here with Heart of Stawn? How do you feel about it? Mm-hmm. No, same. I, like I said, I always appreciate when they do that because I, I recognize that the, at the end of the day, listen, we all know the concept of the game is the same. You mine some stuff, you kill some reds, you do some armadas. I mean, there's not like it's a whole bunch of different stuff. So, you know, the fact that they're able to still kind of mix some other things in there and, and do some creativity. Um, I recognize that and I can appreciate that, um, you know, that the developers and the game is doing that. <laughs> and that should be a fun. Andar says, has Big Country written this arc? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. All right. And, hey, I know you guys are saying no worms. Please, God, no worms. But they are milestones. They're milestones, folks. All right. So hopefully it should be a get in and get out kind of scenario. Okay. Um, now let's take a look at Wharf. All right. So, so let's wrap up on Stan before I do a 100% completion in all of these SMSs and you walk with four of 10. That's the deal. Okay. That's the offer you play in these two weeks worth of events. You get a free unlock of an Epic plain and simple. By the way, as asked and answered in our announcement, the gift chest that we've been getting for these first three days, Big Country, they are coming with a couple of a couple of shards. And some players were, again, a little bit upset that they might ultimately miss one or something like this. Don't worry about it. It was not considered as a part of their plan. It was not. Okay? It was not considered a part of their sourcing plan. 100% of the sourcing will come from the events. The gift chest is extra. Consider it the first six shards towards your tier two. Okay? Bonus shards. Maybe bonus shards. Listen, maybe think about this. If you pick up six shards out of that gift chest, maybe, not saying that you should, but maybe it gives you room for error, big country, in maybe one milestone over the course of these eight days. I mean, I'm not saying you should... You should do it, but I mean, obviously things happen, right? Life happens. Maybe you miss a milestone. Maybe 100% participation is what they're telling you so that you can mentally prepare yourself for that, but maybe this gift chest buys you one milestone that you can miss, possibly. Not even a whole event, but one milestone, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see. Okay? And you're correct, Commander Green. The wharf shards in that chest are also buying you leniency. So earlier, let's talk about Son of Moog. All right. I said yesterday that there were three clear paths to obtaining wharf this month. Big Country, the first one is probably, if I had to guess, this is something a player like you will take advantage of. All right. 100% participation and the purchase of a $99 Battle Pass pack. Big Country, true or false? This was the path that you chose to obtain Honor Guard Wharf. Oh, he's quiet. He's like, hold on, I got to yeah, well, I got well, I, I did not get the battle pass yet. You haven't done it yet. What is your plan? Are you I, waiting I, to I, see I, what happens? I, am, I just, um, he's I'm just waiting to see what happens. There you go. That I'm Hey, sorry. listen, we said that. We said that, that that was a possibility. So option number one, 
Option number one is just to buy the $100 pack and do 100% of events. You get Worf. Plain and simple. Done. Option number two. Option number two is you do 100% events. Okay? You do the $20 battle pass. Oh, $20 battle pass. But then you are going to have to make up shards with one of two auctions that are going to occur for Wharf this month, and you will have to get 28 shards. Okay? You will have to obtain 28 shards somehow through those leaderboards to supplement the 28 that you will not get in the $100 pack. Um. <clears throat> so that brings actually just a question comes to mind. Did we actually communicate this properly to the people that actually won the like battle pass? No, no, because we always give the twenty dollar pack. <laughs> so yeah, if should we have told them? <clears throat> well, we haven't done our contest yet. And if you listen, if you end up winning, as I have always said, be Santa Claus and donate it to somebody else. Okay. If you win <clears throat> and you're going to buy the hundred dollar pack, my rules are not going to change. Okay, because if, they don't, they, they may may not have the option to wait, you know. Because they will get it when they get it. What are you talking about? If they win. Oh, they they oh, you know. yeah. If you if you win, well, I haven't. I'll tell you this: I have not turned in any of the winners. <laughs> that rests with me. <laughs> so I'll listen. If you want, I'll shuffle it underneath my desk keyboard for an extra few days. If you want, guys. Okay, <laughs> I'll I'll delay turning it in, but speed is not always on I, our side I, here. I'm just I'm just saying. So, you know, if, if we say you you maybe wait before buying it, like you know. Well, I will we'll handle that at that time. But maybe yeah. a decision that people may want to make, even if like if they win it, you know, like depending on how they do in the leaderboards and stuff. And I, I don't know that. Well, only thirty but people. They, but if they win it, I think they still can buy the hundred dollar pack if they want it. No. No, it or, or, do, or does it, or does it, it remove di- as soon it, as you get there? It will disappear. So it's uh, either one. You get twenty or the hundred. Yeah, but he, they're referring to if I grant them one uh, or any of the other content. Yeah, because doesn't it, doesn't it come in? Because it comes in the gift chest rather. Yeah, than but guys, guys, from guys, the guys, 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 we're talking about thirty people out of out of several hundred thousand. It's not a it's not an issue. Okay, I'll take care of that. All right. Bottom line is I option just, number two. It just came to mind. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. I'm glad, but we don't need to spend a bunch of time on it. Option number two is to buy the $20 pass, but then you got to source 28 shards somehow. Now, you're right. Six of them are coming from these gift chests. So really, maybe you only need 22. And I got to be honest with you, in a, in a leaderboard, that may be feasible. We'll talk about the leaderboard coming up in a moment. All right? So, <clears throat> uh, Karkin... You say, what about the side auction SMS? Is that a part of the required amount needed for Wharf? What I was told is 100% participation in all Wharf SMSs. So, yes, I would expect that you will need to use that sourcing to get the Son of Moak. All right? So, that's option two. $20 battle pass, 100% participation, and find 22 more shards if you got the three gift chests. You need to find 28 shards. Option number three is I would bet you a crisp $5 bill, Ripper. Option number three is what Dekix is going to be looking at. Dekix, tell me I'm wrong. Option number three for you is going to be 100% participation, and you have to source 
28 plus uh, 3 is 31, 34, 54. Okay? Dead Kicks, my money is you are going to do free to play and you are going to try to find 54 Wharf Shards in a combination of the three gift chests and two auctions. And he says, yes, I'm going to try the auctions. Guys, 54 is not even a first place finish. Okay? 54 uh, is likely, now not for decades, sadly, because uh, he's in 40-plus range and our brackets always suck. But for 39 and down, I would imagine that 54 is probably going to be in the neighborhood of two top 20 finishes or one top 10 finish. Okay? I, it, it, I don't think it's going to be wildly difficult. As a matter of fact, Big, I would argue that this particular method of acquisition is probably going to be more difficult for the 40-plus because our leaderboards are hacked in half. You know, uh, so it could be a little bit tougher for 40-plus in this particular regard. But 39 and down, you've got a real shot. you got a real shot of getting Wharf completely free to play. But well, that's, op to be that's option three is free to play. Go ahead, V-Ready. Uh, that when they actually pushed the information in game about Wolf, they said you have to do the SMS. Yes, with the auctions though. Yes, I mean, sure, yeah. all the people, yeah. SMSs related to the Son of Moog. So let's take a look at the Son of Moog events. Okay, we've talked about Heart of Stan. Here you go, Son of Moog. Okay, uh, let's see where is he. Here we go, Son of Moog. Two forty-eight hour. Uh, oh no! Hang on, that's a leaderboard, so we take that out. Here we go for the son of Moog SMS level twenty up. Spend Armada directives or G three or G five uncommon materials. All right, again, proper planning. Okay, you are going to spend materials this month. There's no doubt about it. All right, what you want to do is spare, spend the bare minimum to guarantee you the most success. However. With this particular event, and by the way, let me add, let me add, even with the uh, Heart of Stawn event, no, uh, sorry, yeah, no, the Heart of Stawn was just G3, G5. So you know what? Here's what I would say. If the Heart of Stawn is only spending materials and Son of Moog is spending materials or Armadas, then perhaps you would be better off to use some of those rares, some of them, not all of them, the bare minimum, folks, you need to stretch your dollar. You need to stretch your dollar, okay? The uh, Son of Moog event will require Armada directives or material spend. So you could use some Arda, uh, the rare Armada directives. Ripper, I'd almost probably say use uncommons for the Heart of Stawn event because we, we have those. Use the rares in the Son of Moog event because they're probably going to be worth more and you can substitute spending materials. Therefore, you can then spend materials down in the Heart of Stone event. You see what I'm saying? That would probably, if, if I were looking at it, if I were trying Do to stretch my dollar... Count? What's that now? Do all directives count? Or just... I would imagine that it's probably just rare and epic like those events typically are. Although, well, no, I bet uncommons would count, but they're usually really low points. They're usually no, no, uncommons points. are never, never, never counted in auctions. Auction SMSs. This is not a, epic. Oh well, this is not technically an auction 
SMS. The the Son of Moog SMS is actually running alongside an Armada leaderboard. So it, it may not be that particular auction. Although, it, it, no, because that one for the Son of Moog is the actual is the power auction. That's going on on the 9th and 10th, which is this weekend, and then again the 23rd, 24th. But if you look down in your news center, you also see um, – where is it? Oh, God, that is a paired SMS. Be ready, you're right. That's the paired SMS. So, yeah, maybe uncommons won't count. Yeah, that's a paired mm. SMS right there. So, yeah, that's why you got the rares. Sorry, I'm bouncing back and forth. Guys, I'm learning this like you. My goodness gracious, give me a break. All right, I'm looking, th- I'm looking through this like you. And my notes, God, if you saw my notes, you'd understand. <laughs> okay, my notes are like pages long, and there's scratches and, and ink and, and scratching out and you cross see, lines. Th- that's, and... that's why I don't make any notes. <laughs> that's why. Battle Droid said, is this why we're getting so many rare directives in the duality chest? Well, yeah, of course it is. They're giving you the materials needed to be successful. Of course it is. All right, absolutely. So you got the Son of Moog, uh, which is a leaderboard for power. Now we can actually come out and say this. My God, I have, I have danced around this for two days, okay? Since we released that, the maintenance video, I guess it's not been two days. It feels like a week. Um, Honor Guard Wharf will not be a traditional material spend auction. Let me say this again. The officer auction for Son of Moog, Wharf, Honor Guard Wharf, will not be a traditional material spend auction. It also will not be a traditional domination auction. You are hearing it here. I gave you the hint in the video. I danced around it all day yesterday, and now that the calendar is up, I can tell you with 100% certainty, Officer XP and Ship XP will not count. This is a power auction, hence my hint to work on defense platforms. All right? Don't because to I, be fair, it's a different power thing than... It is a different power. This is not a traditional domination. This I'm not going to get into the exact scoring metric, but anything that increases your power in the upper left-hand corner, will get you points. So, spending officer XP, spending ship XP, will not get you points. But you will receive points for your ship leveling up and increasing your power by 109. <laughs> by, Actually, promote, the, the, by promoting that common officer and sending your power actually, up by 36. No, that's why, that, no, that's actually not, not correct. It's not the number that increases on the top left corner because that's what usually is power increase, but this one doesn't. This one counts also power increase via upgrading officers, which doesn't increase your player power. But yeah, so this this is a weird new mechanic. All right, I'm I'm cool with seeing how it's going to play out, but promoting officers will get you points, but only the number of points by the power that it increases. Okay, same for ships. You're not going to get points for spending on components. You're not going to get points on spending XP to upgrade it. But whatever power you gain from doing that is what you will score. So, for example, this is why I said 
Yes, research increases power, so that will get you points. All right? But this is why I said defense platforms, folks. Dark says, why can't they just figure out scoring? I mean, they did. This is their plan. This is what they said that they wanted to do. And what do you mean they can't figure out scoring? This is what they decided to do. And why I've been telling people, prepare yourself to do defense platforms. Because I'm here to tell you, nobody is going to beat me with research if I can do a defense platform. Okay? Now, granted, you're right, uh, Lieutenant uh, Bennett. Uh, sorry, Maztec says this also. Level one researches are the best. If you've got any researches that aren't unlocked, that is going to help you a great deal. Okay? And Blue, you're right. Power increases. I wish they were a little bit more predictable. It's tough. It's tough. You definitely, you want to probably utilize stfc.space when it comes to building or, and research. Or the control bot either works. What? I think they have power increase, right? The control bot? Oh, yes, yes. It's got it too. Kelman Memorial Archive uh, control bot uh, will have that as well. Uh, What neither of them have, to my knowledge, is how much power is gained by leveling a ship or promoting an officer. Spock the Avenger says this is not new. We have had this scoring in the past, and you are correct. It's somewhat rare, but I also said we have seen this before. It is not straight material spend. It is not straight domination. We have had this event before. Scopely is bringing it back. Did we? I'm pretty. I'm not entirely convinced we did. We have had this style. We have not gotten it with the metric of promoting an officer, but we have yeah, had it. That's what I mean. But we have had it where they have removed the metrics for XP. So yeah, yeah, but it's always been an extra message. It was never a leaderboard. This is the first time it's a leaderboard. Uh, yeah, and also, also maybe. as far as I know, it didn't, it didn't like score for ship upgrades and and officer upgrades. I think you're right. I think you're right. It was just building and research. Pretty at that sure time. those those two are new. Yeah. Now, Mastic said they had this as an ALB for data. Not quite, because officer XP and ship XP did count for data. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a new hybrid blend. This is a new. Uh, version of a domination solo leaderboard and why I've been telling everybody to put yourself in a position for defense platforms. All right, that's Son of Moog. Then you've got the SMS and you've got other milestones. All right, just normal events throughout. Mind your own business is a mining event. (laughs) I like that, mind your own business. We've got the pursuit of power, all right, Uh, which is an SMS, all right, gaining power from buildings and defenses and research. All right, they're very focused this month, Ripper, on people progressing. Could that in fact be why this arc looks so ridiculously generous? Not that I'm taking anything away from their intent, but they are being ridiculously generous. This is an injection into the economy to do what, Ripper? G5 is here. What happens to the rest of us? What happens to the rest of us? G5 is here. Gregor is now an Ops 53-level player. What happens to the rest of us? You got it, Maztec. They want us to get closer to G4. Okay? They want us moving up so that they can continue to scale their content for the majority of their player base. Now, Blue says, good luck. You know, interesting observation. Interesting observation, Blue. You say good luck, but... 
look around you and ask yourself if the number of players you see between, say, 40 and 42 is not tripled or quadrupled or quintupled that of what it was a year ago. The number of 40 to 42 in this game today is a huge difference than what it was a year ago and why I continue to argue for bracketing at least early in the 40s, all right? the popula- They used to do it for population, Ripper. They said, well, there's not very many players in those brackets. Not very many players in those brackets, so we can't give as many leaderboard spots. Except there is a huge chunk of the community now at Ops 40. Huge chunk. Blue says, yeah, but they're all payers. <laughs> no. I mean, I do pay, so I can't count myself. Look at Dekix. Okay. There are. I have, a, I have a lot of low spending players in my alliance that are in the 40s now. Yeah, I don't think that they're all payers. Now, maybe low spend, maybe the $20 battle pass. I don't think that that's whale. I don't think that's even dolphin. Somebody spends $20 on a battle pass. That's not dolphin. That's minimal spend. All right. And those players are 39, 40, and 41. Look at shorts, 41. All I ever do is a $20 battle pass. Look at Eden. All right, low spender here. Battle pass plus the odd $100 pack here and there, ops 41. All right, Shinjo says if they want G4 progression, they need to revise costs. I am not arguing that. I think it's still rare, very expensive compared to what you're used to. You know what? I think this might be eye-opening. We've got a video that we're going re- to uh, release here later this evening. Uh, Big Country. Hey, let me ask you, Big Country, what progress have you made? And and post ops fifty. Have you punched? Are you fifty one, fifty two? What have you done up there? No. So you're you're I'm still, still fifty. You're still holding steady right there. Um, mm-hmm. Here's what we observed last night with Bubba and and uh, and Gregor. Their event rewards and their packs they look insane. To me, like we joked, yeah. Stevens Aaron. We joked last night that what Gregor gets in one multiphasic redemption and remember that he gets three per hundred dollars so the the three equals ten percent of a pack right that's what we discussed so that means what we actually see is actually about three percent anybody disagree what you see is three percent what he received Mm. three and a third rip as far as the primary materials but what he received what he was receiving in one pull of his multi-phasic credit was more than what was in Stevens Aaron's $100 pack. Yeah. All right. Now, that sounds stupid. That sounds stupid, doesn't it, Blue? That sounds preposterous, except their costs are gargantuanly high. Okay. So, 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 wait. I I know someone someone upgraded to 54 earlier today, and I think they spent 15 trillion past year. I mean... Well, I believe that because Gregor showed us one building last night that cost one trillion steel. Now, Blue says that this is exactly what I'm talking about. Costs are out of control. I don't disagree. Again, I'm not disagreeing, but what I'm saying is costs are not how they're doing it. They're doing it through economy. I mean, that is obvious to me over the last year. Look Look back, guys. Now, they did do the base reduction on the G4 ships. They did do that, but look at what they've done with battle pass and rewards and 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 now photon tokens and and just everything that they've done, okay, everything that they've done 
has increased the amount of stuff that players have had in the economy. I'm here to tell you, they're not doing it from that angle. They're well, it doing a, it from it was injection. The same, it was the same when they introduced G4. It was the same back when they introduced G4. G3 costs were expensive. You know, costs for all of our in our G3 and in our 30s were expensive. That, that's, but that's over time, over time, they've they've given better efficiency researches and everything like that and made the costs a whole lot better. So now people are able to get into those 40s. That's just going to happen in the same cycle again with the 40s. Well, and again, costs are better. They are so expensive, Blue. I don't disagree with that in any way, shape, or form. They are, they are expensive, okay? I'm not saying it's not expensive. It's very expensive, all right? But it is cheaper than it has been, okay? So um, that's, that's where they're adjusting the economy of scale, and they have right under your noses, okay? In and the last three months... No. There have been, actually, I take that back. Sorry, in the last sixty days, there have been three economy increases. If you're not a spender, you wouldn't have noticed it, but your packs have increased three times in the last sixty days. If you don't buy hundred dollar core packs, you wouldn't have seen it, but it's happening. And now they just take photon tokens and literally double your output, and that's if people haven't even banked any. If they bank them. If you haven't banked, then you're drawing out eight times the amount. But even if you're earning them in real time, it's a double payout. It's getting better. I mean, unfortunate side effect of this. So co cost in itself is irrelevant. It, it matters how much you get, right? So if something costs like $200 trillion, doesn't if you get $500 trillion a day, it doesn't, doesn't matter, right? Um, unfortunate side effect of this is rating becomes, becomes even more useless. Oh, for sure. Rating something <laughs> something needs to happen. Like, I mean, in the in the 40s, rating is useless, but like in the 50s, it's like. Well, what? I mean, clearly they're moving away. I mean, clearly, I I, I don't know, <clears throat> I don't know how you can. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, I, here's the thing: we talk, we haven't dove into G5 yet, but the Nova, the Ops 52 ship, uh. It, Plus a max star four of ten will um will improve that a little bit, not much. We're like in G five, but uh, then for you those forties that will that will improve. You got two of ten, you know. I mean, here's the thing: the Nova that that will unlock at Ops fifty two. Uh, guys, I'm here to tell you: if you're thirty nine, if you're th actually it's lower than that, Ripper. What what can a fifty two hit? All the way down to like thirty five, thirty six, or. Let me just tell you, for those of you on a server where you've got a level 52-plus player and they build a Nova, uh, you – let me let me re, re – That would uh, be your base in one hit. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me remind you of the importance of shields. Now, these players may not shield for – or these players may not raid for need, but I am here to tell you – I'd be willing to bet that they're going to raid for fun now that they can scoop you of $25 million apiece. They can, they can do that. They can do N that. Not out of the box? Not out of the box, but by about Tier 4, Tier 5, they'll be scooping $20 million. Okay? So, just Fair as enough, a friendly if, reminder. If it, if it, let's just assume it costs like, what, $5 trillion Titanium to get there? Yeah, Ballpark. but you know what? Crazy enough, it's only a few hundred dollars. I mean, their packs are containing trillions of tritanium. So, and it sounds crazy to us, 
It sounds crazy to us, but they are – Gregor said it last night. It feels like Scopely thought about this one. It feels it, like they actually – they, they actually proactively adjusted the packs, not reactively. The repair cost, insane. Oh, stupidly insane. Uh, what was it? A Tier 5 ripper. The base repair was in the billions. All right. Even with – Of what? The Nova? Yeah. Uh, so, so a tier five Nova repair cost is. Let me, let me just five times higher than a Max Tribune. <laughs> there you go. Billions, folks. Billions of titanium. So again, I don't think they're going to raid out of necessity, but I do think that they're going to stretch their legs a little bit and have a little Wait, bit of fun. To share this? Yeah, sure, we're fine. I think they're going to have a little bit of fun with it. All right. I think they're going to have a little bit of fun with it. Why build the ship if you're not going to fly it? All right. There are no new PvP brackets, JT Bob. Sadly, Scopely's been planning for this for about three years. <laughs> the PvP brackets have always been published, and they've never changed. A level 60 can hit down to Ops 39. All right. Blue Mandalorian says, Could an entire server even have enough resources to repair their whale's Nova? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> That's a real good question. I don't know. I guess it depends on how broke your server is. Okay. Uh, so, anywho. All right. There you go. There's your event guides and uh, and part of what we're uh, what we're going through there. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got more to get to. Uh, regarding uh, uh. some of the some of the stuff that's happening, some of uh, more of the events going on in Duality, plus some updates from Live Ops. And if you want, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, some of the stuff in G5. But uh, we can also tell you a little bit more about some of the improvements for the entire game that have come out, including the Jellyfish service. Where is it and who's it available to now? We're going to tell you about that coming up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a gif. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Mean Cuisine Frozen Entrees. And you better finish every bite or we'll take a belt to you out by the woodshed. Panic spreads as a nation discovers it can no longer access the app it hates so much. In Facebook Down. Where am I going to get my fake news about Biden's plan to destroy America? Please, somebody help me. What? I need to post my butt photo on Instagram Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. Okay, I can go without WhatsApp. All down in the most terrifying moment in global history. Nobody can see my butt photo! Facebook down. Hi, this is Tom from MySpace, reminding you that we're still here.
Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast with a little Shakira. Oh, my God. She is smoking hot. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Aaron. Uh, this is weird. I can't. I can't. Stevens, Aaron, I can't. Like, for three years, buddy, we've been friends. For three years, I have known you. This is like all of a sudden, like McDonald's would change their name to like Burger Hut. Okay, like I can't do it. Okay, you can't. I have. I can't I do have it. Said it. And I, lots of people have called me by my first name. What? You just never noticed and realized it. <laughs> okay, start calling him Aaron. I mean, it's I can't. It sounds weird. <laughs> I can't. Sorry, Stevens, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> it just messes me up. Seriously, who killed my ships? Who killed my ships? Somebody killed me. Was that over cargo? I must have been. Oh, sure was. Holy smokes. I was 40,000 over cargo. Guess I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> well, MAB just hit me up for 40,000 G4 crystal. Uh, congratulations. Dang, that, that sucked uh, right there. Uh, no, I... You know what? No, he must not have been cloaked because he's in my battle log. Or he didn't proc, anyway. Uh, he might not have procced because I see him right there, full full on, full frontal, coming at me with that big enterprise of his and swacking my miner. Um, all right, everybody. Yes, war! It's time to go. Um, <laughs> guys, don't forget, during this show, we are going to be giving away five battle passes. Please drop down into the spam it room. Uh, underneath our studio room right here. Uh, yeah, that's a funny meme, Blue. Go down into the Spam It room and just type anything. You can get registered for our Spam It drawing. And actually, what is today? Oh, today is the first Wednesday of the month, everybody, which means not only are we drawing for a free battle pass, but we are also drawing for 500 G3 or G4, Uncommon Parts or Materials. Oh my gosh, big country. Does this mean now that we can start offering 500 Uncommon G5 materials? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. What's the value? Uh, where, Bubba, oh good, you're back just in time. We were just talking about spam it, right? We're doing a spam it drawing today where we're giving away 500 G3 or G4 materials. Uh, uncommon materials, and I thought, well, golly, maybe we could start offering G5 as well, but but I don't know if Scopely's going to be like, oh, yeah, no, that's brand new content, hands off. Like, what's the monetary value that you have found? You are, let's let's give the proper uh, the proper introduction. Bubba Joe has decided to to lightly engage, and I say lightly engage because he's not sure. As a matter of fact, he said last night, w way too early to tell as to whether or not he's going to be making a push for that D, okay? Which we now know is the Federation Epic Level 60 ship, all right? That said, Bubba Joe, from your observations throughout 51 and now at Ops 52, right? That's where you landed today. You're at Ops 52, right? Uh, no, still Ops 51. Oh, I thought Gre you said you were going to... Gregor's 52. Ah, I thought Gregor's you were pushing 52. this morning, slacker. Uh, okay. I... I, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chase that D, son. Uh, no, so let me ask you, as you have early uh, dipped, dipped your toe into uh, the ocean that is G5, what is your observation about currency conversion and, and currency relevancy? Are you feeling like 
that G5 is like G4 in which – because here's the, the shocking thing about G4 was that they were giving so much more in events and packs, but it was only for show because everything cost exponentially more. Are they doing the same thing in G5? Like, are they uh, – for example, we said earlier that, that you were getting uh, – what, what was Gregor showing us last night? A trillion steel in one – no, two trillion steel in one pack. But, well, a building, but a building, but a building You're getting, you're getting half. You, you're, oh, you're oh, off okay. in the other direction. Sorry, sorry, half, half a trillion, trillion. steel. Half a trillion. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because we said it was a half a trillion, but the building he showed us cost one trillion, which would essentially Correct. still be two hundred dollars for one pack. Yep. As you have been yep. monetizing this content, are you mm-hmm. finding that its costs are similar to G four, or are they scaled up? So they are they, they are they, they appear to be similar so far. So when you look at building costs from like thirty nine to forty, and you look at the forty, and it's like, oh, it's you know, I, I went from having to spend a bunch of G three, you know, rares and whatnot, and I go to uh, go to forty, and it's a bunch of G four common. It's a very similar uh, scale from fifty to fifty one, and then fifty two starts to introduce. Co- uncommon right so gregor showed us last night that you know the 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 52 buildings require a little bit of uncommon a bunch of common and that's very similar to how g4 works so i would say that they are and they are both i would say similar amounts i haven't done a side by side to know exactly but they appear to be kind of in the in the mid thousands of common which is a pretty gross amount when you understand the conversion rate but still it's it's a similar amount or at least in my mind back when i was 40 seems like a similar amount so i think they're very similar uh so i would say that to me right now that g4 and g5 uncommons would be roughly equivalent other than the fact that almost nobody with about three or four exceptions is building G5 ships yet. Like the, there's that's still, I mean, you have a hundred million rep to grind and you have to get to uh, 52 or 53. So, so you're not spending it there, but you are able to spend it on your station and well, research. And, and just, <laughs> you know, you bring up something there at the very tail end that there are folks, a handful of players already building G5 ships. Uh, that's mind boggling to me. We are I'm, 20. I'm, I'm just amazed someone managed to grind 500 million reputation in a day. We are 27 hours in. No, you, you only need 100 million rep. 100 million for the no, 52. No, no, I know someone built the uncommon yeah, Golden ship. There's already, oh, okay, there's already okay. an uncommon, there's an uncommon uh, cooking right now. Uh, no, it's oh, is it out? They use the speed ups. Okay, it's out. Uh, and, and listen, it's no secret. We, we, I, you know, I don't. He's probably busy right now. I'd love to invite him to the stage. This would be an opportunity for him to literally showcase something that zero other players have. Uh, but I would love to invite Scott to the show, who has in fact already built a G five uncommon ship, and he's flying it around. Tier three already. Uh, yeah, he, it's tier three. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's. It's listen. We have finally figured it out. Scott is Jeff Bezos. Okay, <laughs> simple, plain. Okay, that's who Sky is. All right, Jeff, we're on to you, buddy. Okay. Remember, that is not just money. He had to grind five hundred million reputation to get it. Yes. Now I will say, He's listen, just like you know what, just like uh, everything in this game, and Bubba just mentioned it a second ago. 
Uh, Big mentioned it a short bit ago. Folks, we think that 100 million rep or 500 million rep is insane. And it is a lot. Don't don't get me wrong. It's definitely a grind. But Uh, there are hostels. There are hostels giving as much as 100,000 reputation per hostel. Okay. But DJ, DJ. I know it's still keep thousands. Mind, the new it's, maximum it's reputation level. If don't, he don't. Up, we're not allowed to talk about that yet. If he keeps that up, he's going to be way quicker than Scopely anticipated. Oh, well, for sure. But Ska has always been Ska has always been the leading edge of content in this game. Always, without a shadow of a doubt. He's always been there. Um, you know what? I, I'll say this, <laughs> which he's not going to do. Okay, he uh, mathematically... You know what? I don't even want to say this because he's going to take it like a challenge. All right. He would take it like a challenge if I said this. But mathematically speaking, mathematically speaking, with what he has done in the last 24 hours, he could be level 60 within 30 to 45 days. Mathematically speaking. Now, it would cost, it would cost seven figures. Okay, because as you go up in reputation, you got to hit the bigger hostels. You have to have the bigger ships. You have to invest in the ships because they have to be stronger. You're going to have to have the officers to go with them. You're going to have the repair bills. You're going to have the repair bills from the grinding and all that stuff. But if, no, listen, if he ground, uh, ground 500 million reputation a day, he would be at the new lock within less than 60 days. Okay, so yeah, Captain Planet, that's what he'd say. And then he'd go back to Keenzer and be like, okay, done with that. What's next? You know, <laughs> so, so listen, and, and Mac, why can't I talk about reputation levels? I can't tell you why I can't just, just know, listen, I've always had y'all's back. We are going to get you the information as soon as we can. All right. Uh, listen, let me, let me put it this way. Would anybody be surprised would anybody be surprised if I told you that level 60 content wasn't finished yet? Would anybody be shocked by that? I mean, now, you know what? I can tell you, Blue, the 1 billion lock does stay. No, I can say that. I can say that because we've observed it in the game. As a player, I have seen it, okay? 1 billion lock stays in place. It's not going to go away. Mac, that's exactly it. Why is Scopely not telling us what's already in the game? It's not in the game yet. That's why I can't, okay? That, that's, you're making my point. It's not actually in the game yet, okay? Crazy enough, as great as this deployment went, and I'm not stealing any thunder, and I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, they expected with this deployment that they probably had a little bit of lead time on working on level 56 and 58 and level 60, okay? It's not done. It's not actually in the game yet, okay? So why don't say that then? I'm saying it, Mac. I'm literally saying that. So, But that's why I can't tell you what the reputation boundaries are because they're not ready for release. (laughs) Plain and simple. Why do you think Ripper has been spending 20 hours a day working on STFC.space, and why haven't we given you statistics on these new ships yet? They're not ready. Okay? I mean, we could do a video for the Uncommons, but I couldn't do a video for the level 60s. They're not done. Okay? It's not hilarious. It's completely expected. Why work on content that should probably be a year or two away? 
on the year, maybe over overestimation, but a couple of months, I think, would be a fair assumption. A couple of months for Scott. <laughs> for for me, it's about well, for, four and a half years. For okay. anyone to get that. <laughs> All right. You know, <laughs> yeah. but Scott's to already fair, 54, so, you know. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Go ahead, Bubba. But to be fair, this is how it should roll out, right? Yes. This is exactly how it should roll out. Give people a few ops levels. Give them the first level of ships. Let you know. Let them be able to, you know, if they want to rush into it, they can. If they want to take it slow, they can, and continue to develop and improve and balance. And 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 I'm, I'm going right. to say it for the first time, assuming I big country didn't beat me to it. I really hope they revisit the epic ships. Well, uh, again, I got to be real careful in what I say, but but I can just simply tell you, Bubba, they're not done yet. Okay. Right. So I don't based know on what, what they've shown in the game. So I don't. I, I'm not an NBA. You know, I don't have any inside information. What they're showing in the game, the abilities of the three epic ships. One of them appears to be underpowered again. Again. And I'm hoping yep. that they will take. Go. Wait a second. We just had to make a fix. Let's yeah. go ahead and try and, and do an update. And, so, I, and I'll tell you right now, just just based on what people see in their ship dock. Okay, like if if you take a level fifty and you got listen, this, the community has seen it. Some of these screenshots that are floating around of some of these ships and their base power, it is completely and very obvious to me that the Enterprise D is going to suffer from the same failure that the Enterprise A suffered from, and that can't happen, Bubba Joe. The Enterprise D has been what everybody's been screaming about, and despite the fact that it's at level sixty, you can't put it out broken. You know, you can't put it out as the weakest ship in the fleet. So there, there has to be something uh, that that needs to to happen there. Uh, that and said, along those lines, the, the G three the G three ship epic ships, the ship abilities that we have today weren't the ship abilities that they had when they came, first came out. That's correct. And even and well, uh, the the abilities of the G fours are still the same, but but technically oh, yeah, they, 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 they changed something else. But but nonetheless, all right. So that's where we are, Mac. You could have said, well, release less. Well, technically, that's exactly what they did. They didn't release anything, technically, officially. All right, it's not been released. All right. Um, all we can t it's it's there, but it's in the background. I would almost argue the sky is beta testing this thing right now. Okay, it, because there's nobody there. There's literally nobody there. And Scopely, if anything, is playing wise to the fact that that Scott will do it. Think about this. We said just a couple of days. We said yesterday, actually. God, time, time, Aaron. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe how much we've done in 24 hours. Yesterday. We told you that a player advisory panel is the one who chose the rhubarb plant plan. That was 100% decided by players along with Ripper and myself. Okay? We chose that option. And I knew the people would be upset about it. It is what it is. It was the best option on the table. It was the best option on the table, Star Fury. But that was Scopely coming to us. Ripper, true or false? Am I lying to these people? No. It was just, this is this is what we are currently planning. Then we gave feedback. And then another option came uh, came along. And then, you know, we, we, we discussed. And then we decided on what is currently 
in the game. That's right. True player feedback. I mean, again, maybe Keens are retired. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sorry, Mom. I'm just teasing. Okay? I'm just teasing. All right. But it, it is. The whole attitude around this arc is completely different. Scopely came to us ahead of time. They came to us ahead of time and said, hey. I mean, literally, they tagged Ripper. They said, Ripper, what do you think about this? They literally sought out his opinion. All right? The rest of us were just kind of along for the ride. They wanted Ripper's thoughts. Tell me how awesome that is. Well, I, you're, you're, they didn't specifically ask me. They tagged I you. Just, I, well, that was after I made a suggestion, which then was discussed. <laughs> they, and then, you know, that's true. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, Scopely is, is is hearing. So, my point that I was starting to make there, uh, Mac, was if Scopely wants us to be able to to provide some ideas, testing on their staging server is not going to do it for them. All right, Big has said this time and time again. There appears to be a disconnect between Scopely and the community. I have never wildly disagreed with that. I think the disconnect is maybe a little bit more shallow than normal, but clearly there there has been issues in the past that demonstrate a lack of, of true, deep math understanding of this game. And Scopely came out this month and said, Hey, Rip. Hey, DJ. What do you think about this? Could, could we try this? Ooh, I don't know about that. Because let me just tell you, I'm not going to tell you every option on the table, but one option literally was twice as long. Like you guys, some of you guys are complaining about having to spend, um, you know, 20 weeks to redeem 800 photon tokens. All right. There was an option on the table where if you had two years worth of photon tokens, it would have taken you one year to get them back. Okay. Well, you know, d d it was... Uh, no, you don't need to go into detail. Th there's still an upside to the... To that we don't model. need to go into detail. It's, it's done. It's scratched. It's in the trash can. The bottom line is Ripper and I looked at that along with some of these other players and said, whoa, whoa, okay, whoa, let's hold it back here. Let's talk about this for a second. All right. And they did. And they were completely receptive to it. So now, Mac, to your point, maybe they wanted players to push the envelope into 51 plus. Maybe they are looking to us who have always been their beta testers. And let's not, let's not pretend that Ska does not have influence in this game. Let's not pretend that Ska doesn't get to talk to people because of what he experiences before anyone else. All right. Ska is building a ship right now that not a single person in the galaxy has, and he's going to be able to go back and tell them, whoa, this is garbage, or this is awesome. All right, and I know that players don't want to feel like we're being used as beta testers, but the bottom line is we're better at it. We are better. Okay? Use me, baby, says Boxer. We're better at it than Scopely is. And they are getting around to the point of acknowledging that. And I think it's big. I think it's good. Okay? 
Uh, Captain Planet says even Ska won't know if it's good because he won't have anything to compare it to. Sure, he's got PVE up there. And listen, there's some hostels up there, folks. There's some hostels up there that at at first glance, Ripper, are acting very, very PvP-like. Folks, I'm here to tell you, there is not a one-size-fits-all hostile grinding crew up there, is there, Bubba Joe? Even last night, you and Gregor uh, were discussing four different crews that you were using to hit some hostiles last night. Yep. There's not a one-size-fits-all in G5. They have abilities. They have captain's maneuvers. And they are targeting you. Very interesting mechanics up there. I'm here to tell you, Dahagas. So Boxer says, so what about Chen and Talon? Nope. Worthless. Done. Gone. Bubba Joe, have you used Chen on a single new hostel up in deep space? Well, I tried it. Uh, fair. You tried it. Didn't work, did it? <laughs> it didn't work. Didn't work. So, okay, that's out. <laughs> ah, we're done. All right. Spirit Gray says, tell us some crews. Ah, I got I to gotta maintain something for the YouTube channel, okay? Coming up after this show. Oh, Colby says, we can't be tempted by what we don't see. I'm here to tell you, Dahagas. I'm here to tell you. I've got something that you can see. Coming up immediately following this show, your first in-depth, deep dive into Ops 51 and 52. We are going to have to walk along with you guys. Gregor and Bubba did an excellent job last night. As a matter of fact, Gregor even shared his screen, so we were able to capture that and record it and rebroadcast it to you. Coming up following this show, uh, a video that should be watched by everybody. I know you're not going to be at 52. Karkin, I know you're not going to be at 52 anytime soon, but you know what? You should care about the future. You should be interested in what is in the game. I'm curious as hell. Bubba, we were talking about that last night. This video is going to, utility-wise, help <laughs> 50 people, maybe 100, but I bet you thousands of people watch it because we're curious about what's going on up there. Okay? Yeah. Uh, and we have a video. It's a little bit longer. I'm sorry. I even said a couple of times, Bubba Joe, we should try to break this up a little bit, but it was so good. I couldn't stop. I mean, Gregor just kept showing stuff, and we kept looking at stuff, and, and Bubba was talking about this. I, I didn't want to stop it. There was magic flowing last night, guys. There was magic happening on the screen, and I didn't want to stop it. The video is 40 minutes long, but, but you're going to love it. You're going to love it. It, it is mind-boggling. It's like walking into a different universe. It's like walking in, like you, you live your life out here. It's like legit walking into Disneyland and just immediately being covered in a feeling of like warm sugar and, and sweet milk and cotton candy. All right? It is, for me, Bubba Joe, I know for you it's now a reality. For me, it felt like a paradise. All the trite and all the materials, and, and all the functionality, and all the depths of space that you can reach, and all the new hostels that you can do, and all the new ships that you can see, and all the new research that you can do. It, it, it's a paradise to me, but I'm not the one paying for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think that's how people are going to approach this video. They're going to look at it like it's a dream world, Bubba. Now, for you, and maybe 50 or 100 other people like you, it's a reality. 
And for some people, as say Ops 46 or 48, it's going to be a reality very soon. Okay? So the video is going to come uh, immediately following the show, your first deep dive into G5. That's happening. Folks, don't forget, go down into our spammer room, get entered. We're doing a drawing coming up uh, here in probably just about 10 or 15 minutes for spamming and five battle passes. Very quickly, I would like to give you a couple of communications from Scopely today as we get ready to wrap up. Uh, by the way, Bubba, your dailies were disappeared this morning. V ready, you told me the same thing. Just in case anybody thinks that this hasn't been solved, just reboot your game. Your dailies are back. Uh, this was not no, just, they're back. They're this, back. yeah, this was not they're just G5 players. It happened all the way down. Anybody basically that had any faction reputation at all, there was something hinky going on there. Just reboot your game and your faction dailies are back. Um, any players issuing any problems, uh, or having any problems with those dailies, just, just clear local and reboot your client. Four of 10 shards, as we discussed through the gifts, uh, are not counting towards the full sourcing for uh, his uh, officer shards this arc, so they are bonus, they are extra. I have gotten this question a gazillion times. Parabellum, Jellyfish Brawl, where are they, V-Ready? They are coming. They will be added to the calendar, but let me just defend them for a moment and say, Bubba, they've been pretty damn busy over there in ops. (laughs) And not just with game and deployment. They've been busy in community management. I'll tell you what, guys. Live ops for the last 24 hours. I know I've said this a couple of times, Bubba Joe, as far as arc launches go. You know, technically wise, Bubba, now I know you didn't like the last arc, but if we go back to day one, technically wise, it was a relatively smooth launch. We have gotten technically smooth launches for a few months now. It's clear to me that Scopely is trying to make that a little bit more of a priority. And on day one, their ops team is like full front and center. You know what I'm saying? Like, they are on point. They are on call. Every single one of them until late last night was answering messages, communicating, chatting. They are – they're doing a great job. And yesterday was no exception. So um, they did a good job. To that, to that point, considering the amount of content they pushed yesterday in terms of, okay, what happens when someone goes to 51? What are they going to see in events? What are they going to see in – uh, the, all these different areas that you know we as players may not realize, like the one that affected me, and you you talked about this yesterday. Uh, you know, armada chest, right? Yeah. The G three armada chest disappeared, and then they're like, "Oh, hey, we're gonna get those back," and they brought them back. It was twenty minutes, wasn't it? Thirty minutes, maybe. It was twenty minutes, right? Yeah. The the, the number of sheer number of things they had to do for this arc, as opposed to the last arc, and they got most of it right the first time and yeah. fixed almost instantaneously the things they didn't is mind-boggling to me. They were it's, a well-oiled it, machine yesterday. Huge. Yes, yes, yes. They were a well-oiled machine yesterday. Uh, everybody was triaging everything. Uh, they had uh, they had workflow processes. Hey, okay, you know, Ops A, you're doing this. Ops B, I need you on this. Ops C, I need you to handle this. Uh, it was... Uh, it was very expertly handled yesterday from an ops perspective. And, and I know, again, I've said this a gazillion times. I know you guys just have to kind of take my word for it. But watching them work yesterday was awesome. Uh, it was the most coordinated, cohesive team effort I have ever seen for one of the launches that, you know, like you say, had most, a lot of the content. It was really, really good to, to see yesterday. Now, that's not to say, for example... 
uh, as I see here in the chat. That is not to say that things are perfect. Caution says, DJ, come on now. Listen, every, again, everything looks great. Everything has gone well. I'm not arguing with that. Already we're getting the vibes, possibly, Bubba, of the best arc of the year, which, sidebar, is mind-blowing because it's a whale arc. Right, Bubba? I'm kidding. It's not a whale arc. But G5 launched. Why is Ops 30 saying this is the best arc of the year when Ops 51 launched, Bubba Joe? This is what I'm talking about when I say Scopely needs to find a way to reach all players from 15 to 50. And by golly, they did it this month. They did it. All right, because everybody is buzzing about it from top to bottom. No, it's it's really impressive. Like, it, there are obviously things that you can point out that, that you would say, okay, well, this is an area that they could improve in. But it's mind-boggling how much they've gotten right just based on our previous experiences. Like, mm. this has been – so I'm not – you know, we're not doing grades, nor should we, but this is Yeah, hold great. yourself back, Bubba. I know. Listen, yeah, it's going to be a historic occasion. You know what? Maybe we should do grades. Go ahead and get you on the record before you have time to change it. <laughs> Let's just say this been one of the best. Go ahead. Be ready. Go ahead. I'm on every launch. This has been one of the smoothest and best launches ever. It's been good. It's been real, real good. Uh, but you know what? Back to Caution's point. Hey, listen, great job. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and stroke the ego. But we still have a few things to come back and pick up on, and none of us are, are negligent to that fact, Caution. What about game currency, rare tickets, ship skin shard trackers? Uh, I, I'm with you, buddy. Absolutely with you. And we're not going to forget about that stuff. TOS officer sourcing. Lorca. We're not going to forget about that stuff. But... Just like I always say, and I, I know I've been really hard on Bubba Joe in the background when, when I say, listen, we can talk about the bad. We absolutely can, but let's not ignore the good. Here is a situation where the good far outweighs the bad. And while we will not forget the bad caution, uh, absolutely not. We still have jobs to do. It is certainly praiseworthy what they have accomplished in the last 24 hours. So, absolutely. Uh, very quickly, uh, just as a side note for anybody who was missing the Augur Cloak Pack, it's apparently back in the game, clear local and reboot. Uh, Wilson, uh, sorry, Wilkins, have we found out if Cloak ships score in territory capture? Yes, in fact, they do. Uh, territory capture will score Cloak ship. Your ship is present. All right, so you will uh, score points there. Uh, Spirit Grace says, feds need a cloak like in TNG. Well, old man is quoted on the official Discord as saying, maybe, possibly, eventually. All right? And there is lore to support it. The Defiant is a clear clear thought process to me, Bubba. Not only that, but DS9 is in the roadmap. It's not a stretch to think that we couldn't get a, a Federation ship with cloaking. Uh, there is the storyline of the Dominion War where cloaking was passed out. There's the storyline of TNG and the Pegasus where Riker was experimenting on, a, at that time, an illegal cloak. So uh, there is a history of cloaking. It does, it does follow in the fact that Romulan had cloaking first, you know, so and Federation got it later. So... In the same way of the game, you know, Romulan's getting it first, and then Peter and is later. Well, listen, it's not it's not as though we can say, oh, uh, yeah, the Romulans got it first, because the Romulans have taken a backseat for the last 15 months. So have the Klingons. So yeah. this is a good arc. But, 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 it, but it is nice to see the Rom, Roman Klingon getting some love this time. Oh, in the for sure. 
Absolutely for sure. Uh, and and again, you're right. Section 31, Pegasus, uh, Defiant. There is lore that supports the Federation having cloaking, and Old Man himself has said in the official Discord that it will happen, possibly, maybe, in the future. Uh, speaking of Old Man Communications, he was very loud and present in the official Discord yesterday, reminding players that uh, <laughs> I always love it when old man, because by the way, he's he's like the boss. I always love it when he's the one that calls me out because yesterday I had to issue a retraction, Bubba Joe. I, I talked about cloaking being free to everybody. Um, just in case anybody missed that that novel I wrote yesterday or missed the video that we put, that we put out, uh, cloaking is not true free-to-play available this month, okay? I said that wrong, I spoke incorrectly, and it was my fault. Scopely gave the information properly, I misinterpreted it. Uh, This month, you are getting a free... uh, Sorry, let me rephrase. You're getting a cloak token for a level 26 Legionary or D3 in Milestone 8 of the Elite version of the Battle Pass. That is what you're getting, Okay. If you want a level 28 or higher ship cloak this month, there are packs you can buy. If you want to wait and grind it out free, then Old Man is quoted as saying, and we announced in our announcements channel today, that over the coming months, during this, I mean, there's a ton of information, Bubba Joe, listen to this. There's a ton of Easter egg in this statement. Over the coming months, within this seasonal arc, you will be able to grind out 28 or higher ships in your faction store and then in the event store at the conclusion of the seasonal arc, all ship cloaks will be available. Now, I I don't know about you, Aaron, but that gives me like four announcements in one, right? That gives me four announcements in one. What are the what did we learn by old man's post? Bubba Joe, you got a theory? I mean, what, what did we what did we pick up here? There's going to be a season of it. So there's going to be at least two or three arcs. Yep. Two, two or three months of it. It's not an interlude. It's not we'll an interlude. An event store at the end. It's got an event store. And listen, if I'm using if I'm using my noggin, I'm looking at the calendar and I'm like, well, this is October, November, December is Christmas. They're not gonna. They're not gonna do an interlude arc for Christmas. They're not gonna do an, an event store in November and then do you know an event store or an interlude in December, guys. This is not official. It's not confirmed. Let me disclaim. This is my opinion. This is a three month arc. Okay, and and I haven't done the missions yet, so I don't know what the story is, Bubba Joe. But reading the the patch notes, the story looks like it can be intriguing. It's the Romulan Klingon War. And, Bubba, to your point, there's items in the game already <clears throat> already that support lore. You've mm-hmm. got 20 new systems. 10 systems in Romulan and 10 systems in Klingon. Except, guys, don't get it backwards. Bubba Joe, what faction hostile is flying in Klingon space? Uh, I believe it's a Romulan hostile. It is indeed a Romulan. Hey, uh, Aaron. In the 10 new Romulan systems, what faction hostile is flying in Romulan space? Oh, he's changing a tire. <laughs> it's Klingon. <laughs> they are warring with each other. This is a war. 
This is a battle, and Klingons and Romulans are invading each other's territory. And Bubba Joe, for an Arc 1, where we're usually just warming up, it's already got thematically tied elements in the game. Correct. And and they've they've had to make this on their own, right? They're not reinventing. I mean, they're they're taking elements from because the Klingons and Romulans have hated each other throughout Star Trek, but they're creating all of this on their own. They're coming up with what they they want the story to be. It means they're going to make their own characters, or they're going to take characters from different eras and put them together and say this is how this war might have happened. This is going to be fun. It seems like it could be fun. I mean, time will tell, but there's still, I mean, there's a lot to come. And if this arc is any indication, it's been well thought out. All right. Uh, that said, I see it, Snake Eyes. He says, you're giving away the entire video. I'm done. You guys go watch the video. We've already done this content. <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyway, old man announcing uh, what we can expect over the next two to three months. All right. Uh, by the way, yeah, going back, I, I think I mentioned this earlier, but Parabellum and Jellyfish will be added to the calendar. Like I said, they just had a busy couple of days running, running an excellent deployment. They'll get to that, but it is coming. Uh, it is coming. Parabellum and Jellyfish Brawl are going to be scheduled this month, and it'll be added to your calendar within 24 to 72 hours. Uh, we talked about the cloaks. We got that. Uh, we talked about Wharf and 4 of 10. We've got that. Ooh, here's one. Uh, and I... <laughs> I hesitate on making this real public, but I, I'll be honest with you. I think it affects very few players. Yesterday, when uh, rhubarb plant tokens launched, and yes, I'm sticking with that, uh, when the photon tokens launched with the new packs V-Ready, uh, obviously players went to town, right? They wanted to immediately redeem their four chests. Um, and so they did within minutes, all right? However, it was very, very quickly discovered that the level 46 plus players, level 46 ops and higher, were supposed to have received an Alliance Exocomp in their seven-day chest. That did not happen initially. And as Bubba Joe pointed out, they were very responsive. The G3 Armada chest got fixed within 20, 30 minutes. So did the seven-day chest. The problem with that is, is it, it, Wicked Witch was one. She messaged me about it. Once you pull them, right, V-Ready? You're on a seven-day cooldown. <laughs> yeah, so, so, I, I, I got the short end of that stick. Yeah, well, fortunately, again, Scopely coming out and saying, hey, guys, don't sweat. We're not trying to screw anybody here. Players 46 and higher who redeemed their seven-day chest before... They were able to get the Alliance Exocomps added in. May support a ticket, uh, submit a support ticket. CS is available, or uh, CS is aware and knows the procedure, and you will receive your Alliance Exocomps. I know it's a very small portion of the community, which is why it was not an official announcement, but I do want to share it with you that 46-plus only will get the Alliance Exocomps, and we can talk about the Alliance Exocomps a little bit. Uh, they're, they're in the video, too. Uh, and really, I want to. I probably want to wait on that anyway because I'd like to get them out there. I want to get V Ready and Wicked Witch using them. I want to get Big Country using them so that we can see how this is going to play out and how they describe themselves within the architecture of the game. But um, they are available, and if you redeemed the uh, seven-day chest yesterday before you were able to receive your Alliance Exocomps, then just submit a ticket and you will be able to receive those. CS is aware 
of the process that can get you. Alliance Exocomps are 46-plus in acquisition, Boxer. So 46-plus can get them, all right? Um, but uh, they are good yeah, those are the only ones that can activate them because those are the only ones that have them. That's right. They're the only ones that are going to show in their inventory. Wham says, but how do... applies to everyone in the Alliance. Wham says, how do we know if you got them? I guess go to your Alliance button, bottom left-hand screen, click on the Exocomps button, and uh, now you will see a new interface for Alliance Exocomps. You are going to get, Wham, you are going to get one per seven-day chest. One per per seven-day chest and gregor did not get evidence of it v ready but he claims that they were also in the 30-day chest can a 46 plus tell me if they see it in the in the 30-day chest no it's not that i'm a 49 it's not in my uh, 30-day chest you know what then i bet maybe i bet it's maybe a seven it's day chest. well i it's know they only said in the seven day. okay i know they said seven day for 46 plus but i think I think for 51 plus, it may be. Bubba, you're here. Will you check? No, 51 plus is supposed to be the premium alliance. All I'm telling you, Ripper, I, we tried to figure this out. Bubba Joe witnessed the conversation last night. Gregor has six. We don't know how he got six. He has six. So you get one for going to 51. There's yeah. one. He also did four chests. So where'd the sixth one come from? Did he maybe? He says he did not do that. He says so he maybe pulled got, twice. May, I mean, technically, you could have gotten five from the seven-day chest. You could have, but he said he didn't do it. <clears throat> I don't know. Wham says he got eight. How did you get eight? Shouldn't have been able to get eight. I Your screenshot even says you only have four. Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. There's the seven day. Oh, there's two guaranteed per seven. Uh, but that's an ops fifty-two. See, I don't know. I don't know. Hell, we 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 need to flesh this out. Cause see, look there, forty-six plus only have one. But look there, there's an ops fifty-two, and he's got two in his seven day chest. Uh, crazy says that I got two going to fifty-one. That was actually only one. Okay, there was only one available to go. Oh, Wham does have eight. How the hell did you do that? Wham, how far did you push yesterday? What's your ops level, man? Wham, did you go? Did you go to level 53? Woo! Oh, Pound says it reset on promoting an ops level. Oh, that makes sense. That does make sense. Uh, Regis says, so an alliance with no level 50 plus is unable to get alliance exos. No, technically it's oh, 46. 40 46. Yeah, 46. All right. But yes, if you do not have a level 46 in your alliance, you will not get the alliance exos. <laughs> now, this is going to upset some people, and I remind you, why do you care? Because two months ago, you hated exocomps. <laughs> right, Bubba Joe? Everybody talked about how they were worthless, and now everyone's complaining that they can't have them. All right. All I'm saying is, just like the normal exocomps, these are not game-breaking. All right, they're not ridiculously crazy or imbalanced. They're just a little extra and a way for some of the VIPs to uh, to give back to their teams. Okay, so um, I'm a little curious how they work. 
Well, they are. You're setting me up, Bubba. I didn't want to do this today, but they are. Oh, we don't have to do it today. <laughs> we, we can wait. They're ops targeted. So, but, They're ops targeted. Well, okay, well, I get it, but so so does my alliance only have three, or I can do three on behalf of my alliance, no, and the, the other the alliance three. only gets three at at a time. Okay, at a time. So your alliance has three slots. If you activate all three, then you're done. Then nobody else can activate without trashing one. And it's applied on a scaling basis to all players. They do stack with your own. Dehagus confirms they do, and we did that. They do stack with the ones that you have going on. And um, they will scale on their effectiveness. So kind of nodding, Bubba, to what you and Gregor had talked about is, hey, these exocomps should have more value for an Ops 50 than they do for an Ops 15. Scopely says, okay. So the Alliance exocomps are ops targeted. So if you're an ops 15, maybe your warp boost is 15%. But if you're an ops 50, your warp boost might be 100%. Okay? Uh, they do scale, and that's actually one thing that, I don't know, Ripper, do we have that information yet on the what? scales of the Alliance exocomps? I don't think that we do. Or at least we haven't gathered it yet. Um... I mean, it's test on the Exocom itself. Oh, the entire scale? It's got the entire scale? Yeah, so so they have a description. Hey, uh, um, Wham, will you do me a favor and click on one of those and, so, and so post a screenshot? For example, the, the three-hour um, mining Exocom that you get when you get 51 says, Bonus each player receives based on level. 1 to 9, 5%. 10 to 19, 10%. 20 to 29, 20%. 30 to 39, 50%, 40 to 50, 80%, and 51 to 60, 150%. There you go. All right. And it looks like Wham is getting ready to throw up a picture. He might be able to show. He said, sorry, what do you need? Will you click on the details of one of your Alliance Exocomps? Apparently, it breaks down the ops breakdown. We'll throw that in the graphics room so everybody can see how it will affect all players in the Alliance. It does scale. All right. So that is Alliance Exocomps. And yes, it is, you know, a 46-plus mechanic for them to give back to their own team. Uh, if you're an Alliance that doesn't have a 46, then it's a future mechanic, something you can look forward to uh, one day. But it is for 46-plus to give back to their team. Um, let's see. Is that about it? I think we're about it. And I, and I want to wrap up a little early today. We've done so much content, Bubba Joe, and we've still got so much more to do. Um, coming in the next 36 to uh, next 48 to 96 hours. Let me tell you what we've got coming. Uh, tonight, we've got your first look into G5. Hopefully tomorrow we have your in-depth event guide video. I will be releasing that to you, an in-depth event guide video coming to you tomorrow detailing all events in chronological order and requirements of what you're going to need to do so that you can try to properly plan your material spend. There are one, two, three, four, five, six different days in which spending materials may play a part. And we're going to help you stretch your stretch your bank as far as we can. So an event guide video hopefully coming tomorrow. Also coming before the end of this week or maybe over the weekend, Bubba Joe and Gregor and hopefully Ripper. I haven't talked to Ripper about this yet. 
Uh, but Bubba Joe and Gregor what? and hopefully Ripper and I will be able to host a, kind of a private uh, second look inside G5 and this time be looking at the actual data. Uh, we're going to be looking at upgrade cost, individual building when? cost, uh, hopefully like tomorrow or Friday, uh, okay. depending on your time availability um, and when we finally get – you guys, uh, I've had had some people say, why isn't the information on stfc.space? Basically, long story short is this is a huge expansion. I mean, it's it's 20% of the entire game uh, that Ripper has to kind of dig through now and, and place back into his client. It wasn't just, you know, hey, we added six different types of armadas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's there's Ripper. It's actually, also like some, some new things that I wanted to do anyways, which <clears throat> there's more to that story, but oh well. Yes. There is more to that story, but there's also a lot of data you don't see. Ripper, uh, also remember, like new hostiles have abilities now, which is like, wow, yep. that's new. Yeah, that's new. Uh, they, uh, of course, there's all new hostiles, new systems. Bubba, have you have you tried to count how many new systems there are? Uh, I think it's a no. hundred something. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. So far, I've counted north of ninety. There's ninety, uh, at least. Uh, missions. Oh dear God! <laughs> oh dear God! They're everywhere. Uh, a person yeah, by right, all the old that they're starting from actually warp ninety five. So they're all new missions in the old planets as well. Yeah, yeah, coming down into lower fa into into lower deep space. There's new missions there. Uh, I had uh, a person I in my alliance who said that he's already between what he had archived already. He is now completely full. He can't hold anymore. He's got 50 missions. Go ahead, Rip. Does anyone know how much pasta you need from level 1 to level 50? <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh, please tell us. Level 1 to level 50 I, base I value. I don't know. Oh, you don't know? I thought I thought you did. Okay, I thought you were getting ready. No, I'm, I'm asking. <clears throat> I, is it... <laughs> 11 is, is billion. Is, is 3 trillion going to be enough? I don't know. I think three trillion would be enough, Bubba. What do you think? Three trillion to get to fifty? I don't know. the The generators and vaults take a ton at forty nine. Um, might need yeah, to be four. Yeah, but it's it's probably in the it's probably in the three to five trillion range. Yeah. Okay. Captain Bull says no, and Bull says no. Three trillion is uh, not so, enough. Someone asked what database I'm running. None. <clears throat> it is all just. Memory Ripper. map files in memory. It's Ripper. Okay. Because the database for this is an absolutely over-engineered rubbish. <laughs> and if you do it, you're an idiot. <laughs> Truer words, Scopely. Your database is garbage. No, no, no. <laughs> if you have player data, obviously you need a database. But if it's just static data that you load, database is just like, why? You're right, Snake Eyes. We just plug into Ripper's head. He's got a he's got a patch back there of hair where we just lift it up and we plug into his brain. Um, that's right. Every time STFC does a query, uh, Ripper's brain is the one that resolves it. Uh, there you go, everybody. Lieutenant Bennett says they need a one trillion token. Ha! It's there. There is such a thing. Bubba, we discovered it last night. What was it? A one... No, I'm sorry. A one billion dilithium token we found. Correct. And, and, I, and listen, I bet that there's a one trillion... I bet there's a one trillion steel token in there somewhere. Maybe we haven't found it yet, but I bet it's going to be there. 
Uh, Ripper says uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't say, no, no, no. I didn't say no. <laughs> but we did. We see with our own eyeballs. You can see it in the video. A one billion dilithium token. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, Snake Eyes is pushing me off the stage. Let's give away some stuff to our winners. <laughs> All right, uh, Caution has asked the question. Let me answer this real quick because he's PM'd it to me as well. There are currently four active daily events uh, that are going on right now. Are they staying or is this an overlap of scheduling? My opinion, did we never take a second break? Well, we need to do that and we'll do our games when we come back. Thank you because, uh, you know, structure. Um, the I don't know if I'm being... Okay, thank you, Ripper. He says there is a one trillion parse deal token. I knew it. I knew it. When I saw the one billion deal, I knew there had to be a one trillion steel token. So it exists, Bubba Joe. We're just going to have to dig it out. We're going to have to find it. Um, there will be... Okay, so about these daily events. I don't know. Let me be perfectly honest with you. I haven't escalated it, okay? <laughs> I have not sent it up. I was kind of just waiting to see, you know, who was going to say something first. If Scopely comes back and says, what's going on here, and they fix it, then so be it. And we should expect that. All right? But I ain't going to report it. You know? It's just more events for you to play in or not play in. And at the end of the day, if you're paying resources into it, then Scopely's making their stuff back. They're draining out the economy. I don't see how it's not a win-win. But I do doubt that it was intended, and we'll just see uh, see where it goes. I'm not filling out a ticket. I don't think it's a bug, and I don't think it breaks the game. I think there's more important things for us to be worrying about. Don't you think, Bubba Joe? <laughs> I think there's more I, important things for us to be worried about. You know, it's it's one of those things you mentioned before. Like, why would you ever bring up a player beneficial bug? Mm, right? I mean, listen, there are cases where that should happen. All right? I mean, if it's a serious, serious, egregious problem. This is not a serious, egregious problem. Remember right. my player beneficial bug that I added? Yes, which we never told anybody about. It's still not going to. I did. I did talk about it in. in oh, a, did a you? Group here yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fixed, so, so, so I can talk about it, right? It's, it's actually it tested it, DJ. It's fixed. Oh. Nothing to worry about. On the server so we can side. Talk about it. On the server yeah, side. Yeah. You, oh. you get an error now if you try. Oh well, good. They didn't tell me that they had fixed it, but I'm glad. Okay. No, I, I specifically asked. They said it's fixed, and then I tested it myself. And after that, I decided. Well, now I can talk about it. Okay. Right? Well, we because will. I'll we tell you about it. I'm I know done. Snake Eyes is rushing me, but I do want to tell you about what because it, it was funny. And let me tell you, I have never. Let me tell you this funny story, Ripper. I have never heard more emotion in this boy's voice. Okay, Bubba, he called me in a frenzied panic. Okay, he says, oh, my God, I broke the game. I'm like, Ripper, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do? It's not a big deal. You didn't break the game. He was like, oh, I, I broke the game. I said, well, what, what have you done? He was like, my mod allows players. <laughs> by, by the way, let me be clear. No one knew about that. Like, no one used this. Scopely did go back and check. Like, Scopely I, took some it. Some people knew about it. They knew they, about it. Nobody nobody exploited this, and Scopely checked because it was serious. Scopely took it very seriously. We reported it immediately, and this is why Scopely, I think, enjoys working with, with Ripper and myself because we're not, gonna, we're not here to rip them off. Um, but inadvertently, the hotkey as associated with uh, attacking a hostile allowed you, Bubba Joe, to actually attack an armada. 
and not spend directives and not wait on a timer and get all the loot. <laughs> because armadas are hostiles, everybody. We've said this since the beginning of time. Armadas are hostiles. So what we learned about the structure of the game, Bubba, is that when you click on an armada, all right, it shows you a different UI process. It shows you process begin armada, which is a totally different code subset, right? Beginning an armada starts the timer. Uh, it invites five other players or four other players and, and then power distribution and all that stuff, right? But an armada is actually a hostile. So since he hard-coded the spacebar to attack a hostile, it attacked an armada. It didn't start a timer. It just attacked it. It showed up in your battle log as a hostile. You got the loot. It didn't take directives, and there was no timer. <laughs> so Ripper calls me. Ripper calls me. He was panicked. Ripper, you poor, you were scared that morning. Like, you... Oh, come on. You know, like, this is serious. <laughs> like, how the historic tells He called me. He called me. He didn't even message me. He called and said, I broke the game. And I'm like, what are you talking about? No, and everything will be fine. Then he told me, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, God, like, how serious would this be, Bubba Joe? How serious would this... I mean, literally, this you, could, be bad. you could farm unlimited loot with no directive buy-in whatsoever. Uh, the only condition was you had to be able to solo it because there was no yeah, armada mechanic. I mean, yeah. you, you could have you could have tried like ten times. <laughs> well, yeah, you could have just kept suiciding onto it. Sure. Uh, so he calls me. This is a couple of weeks ago. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he freaks out. Gator says, "I got four hundred million rare loot in ten minutes." You shut up. You did not. Uh, Zoomer says, "Would you get banned for doing that?" Oh yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, Scopely, oh, yes. Scopely, and nobody knew this, and 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 it's nobody's business. We're just telling you now for fun. Uh, we reported it immediately. Well, I say immediately, Ripper. What did we spend? We spent about fifteen twenty minutes investigating. We tested the scenarios. We yeah. tried to figure out what was causing it. Then we figured it out, and and I made a phone call immediately, like not a message, a phone call to our technical handler, who also was on vacation. Ripper, I don't think I told you that. Uh, he was out of town. He was not even in the office. I called him, and I said, listen, man, I am so sorry. We have a problem. We have a problem. We're sorry. Here's what we did. <laughs> Here's what we know we did. Here's what how we fix it. But we need your help to fix it because it's out there. <laughs> so, uh, and, and yes. Yeah, so, and let me tell you how seriously Scopely took this, okay? And, and for people who... For people who don't think that they have a working relationship with Ripper, if you were anybody other than Ripper, you would have immediately been banned. No questions asked. Um, because it was Ripper, they still took it very seriously. They dropped what they were doing. They went in, patched it. Uh, I didn't know that it was actually patched yet, Ripper, so I'm glad to hear I mean, they, they actioned on it right away. They were investigating how to close the loop because at that point, Ripper can't force you guys to download a new client. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not a push. We can't force a new client on you with the mod. So it was out there. We had to close it from the server side, so their techs had to look at it and figure out how to disable it from the server side, which they did. Um, I don't know how long that took, but I do know that within 24 hours, they had scanned 100% of player battle logs for the prior 24 hours to find out if any individual 
attacked an armada as a hostile. 100% of players. I'm with Crazy said, tested scenarios mean you farm some loot for yourself. Well, yeah, I did, what, two? Uh, Ripper, we, I think I did used, two. We used the low le lowest level armadas. We did. Find. We did like 23s or 25s or whatever. We did the real small ones. Um, but, uh, and, yeah. And not, not many tests. It wasn't like two tests. I think something. I did two, maybe three, whatever. But long story short, uh, it was, uh, and, and they looked, they looked and they pulled for those of you who did it, they pulled every player ID who, who attacked an armada as a hostile. They know who you are. All right. So hopefully nobody, nobody got, got crazy with that. I don't think anybody did. We've not gotten any messages of anybody who, who lost their account, but they were looking. If somebody had farmed a hundred million loot, you bet that it would have either been removed or you would have been deleted. They were, they well, I got, it got quite a few people that wrote me a DM that found it by accident, mostly. And I told them, don't abuse this. It may lead to uh, account suspension. Oh, for sure. Yeah, players that did know about it, we urged extreme caution. And it's good that they did, because I don't think anybody came back with, uh, you know, as an egregious exploiter, because, not, you know, I don't know what ended up happening um, to anybody's account. But to my knowledge, nobody has... And that would have happened, okay? <laughs> also, that that also like not just regular armadas, also like eclipse armadas and uh, uh, any armada, any swarm, swarm, armadas swarm. And... and and by the way, uh, loot, yes, leader chest, yes. Like it, it was all. It was like running the armada by yourself. Borg armadas, yes, is 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 bad. It was scary. Uh, Criminal Ripper's butthole was clenched. Okay, he was scared. I heard the fear in this child's voice. <laughs> all right i heard the fear in this boy's voice he called me he was panicked it was it was cute after after we fixed it it was cute and while we were worried about it it was stressful but yeah uh boxer says good thing i didn't know about it i would be banned today <laughs> he said thank god i didn't know yeah, it would have been uh, it would have been bad. So, anywho, all right, final break. I know we're we're we were going early, Snake Eyes, and now we burned all the time with a stupid story. Final break. When we come back, battle pass winners enter into the spamment. Um, I don't think I want to play a game today. I have so much work to do. So we're gonna draw for seven winners. Seven winners. One spamment. Five battle pass and one trait XP. Big chances to win. Here on the stage of Talking Trek Live, go down into the Spamit Room, enter. Your chance to win comes up in less than five minutes. Make sure that you enter. This is your final call for the Spamit Contest. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We are Talking Trek Live. We'll be back in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from the Dyslexic Crisis Hotline. Call 922-2662. That's 229-6226. Once again, that number is 292-6262. It's the crime-fighting show that looks at justice through a different lens. Introducing Dog the Ratings Hunter. Are you ready to hunt today? A hero who spends more time combing his mullet than he does combing the streets. Once I feel I'm ready, I'm ready. Other heroes fight crime. He just wants to fight you from changing the channel. If you help us out, we will help you out. Dog the Ratings Hunter. The most arresting coverage on television. Coming soon to a news story near you. It's over. Come on out. Surrender like a man.
Welcome back, everybody. Toot toot. Beep beep. <laughs> yeah. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning for some others. Welcome into the stage of Talking Trek Live. Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your friendly neighborhood cat person here to uh, discuss all things Star Trek Fleet Command with you. It is our true passion. We are all addicts, and this is a video game we've spent far too much time, money, and energy on, but we love it. Nonetheless, <laughs> welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys uh, very much for being here. Uh, coming up here in just a moment, <clears throat> we are drawing for uh, five battle passes, 500 materials, and 5,000 trait XP. And I got to be honest with you, we are ever closer, Bubba Joe. At last check, at last check, which was probably about 20 minutes ago, we were 21 subscribers short on our YouTube channel, 21 subscribers away from 5,000. And folks, I've been promising for months and has been uh, endorsed. Once we get to 5,000 subscribers, we are going to give a giveaway away. Uh, we're going to give a giveaway away. I think that was a very redundant statement. I think I should rephrase. We are going to award 5,000 materials to a couple of winners. Uh, from our YouTube channel. So be sure to go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We will be giving those winners, uh, those prizes away to players who are actually subscribed on the YouTube, all right? So you will not be able to enter here on Discord. You are going to have to be subscribed on YouTube in order to be eligible to win your share of the 5,000 materials that we're going to be giving away. The way that's going to work is going to be 10 winners of 500 materials each, that is 5,000 materials for 5,000 subs. Ten winners going to be hooking it up, all right, uh, with some materials. And uh, that is happening over on our YouTube channel. Be sure to go and get subscribed and watch our content. we got a lot of stuff to do over there. Um, let's see. Bubba Joe, have we gotten through everything? Stevens, Aaron, do we have a timer? I know Snake Eyes is probably rushing me out. We're two and a half hours uh, and Snake Eyes is already saying we got to go. Do we have anything else to do? Anything at all? <clears throat> I guess. Well, I, since yeah. I missed half the show, I can't tell if you covered everything. <laughs> I think we're pretty well right, other than everything else is coming up in videos. So I think we're pretty pretty good. Yeah, that. Bull, we did talk about Keenzer. He says you forgot to talk about your mom. We addressed the whole Keenzer controversy, okay? <laughs> Uh, that's there. Uh, for those of you who are just now learning, Keenzer is actually my mother. Uh, <laughs> that that came about from the grading show, <laughs> Bubba. That that secret came out during the grading arc of TNG Arc Five. Apparently, Keenzer is my mom. Uh, there you go. So. <laughs> There you go. All right, everybody. Uh, big country, you've got a question. Okay, you know what? Good opportunity. Let's ask this real quick. Has G4 warp range changed? Anybody? Has anybody noticed their G4 warp changes? Any Anything changed there, Big Country? I don't hear you if you're talking. No, I... Oh, there you are. No, they were definitely... They definitely, it definitely changed. And because and, I talked Shep. to several players, because yeah, Macross brought it, brought it up. And then I looked, I talked to a couple other people, and mine went up 25 overnight because it was one 135, and then it was 160. 
High level Franklin. High level Franklin Armada's uh, warp range went up as well. G four miners have. Ripper, are you able to provide any insight? Is this anything that you've run across? Has warp range changed on the G four miners? Hold on. I would say yes. They must have. Yeah, my miners have gone up. Yeah, they have. They have. Okay, well, there you go, big country. Everybody told the you you were crazy yesterday. The old the new one is 230. <laughs> Woo! Wow, that's a huge I'll tell you, uh, that's 75 one other thing I noticed that There was one other thing I noticed that was pretty cool, uh, just from uh, ease of playing. Before, when you would go to do a away team assignment, you when you would go and load your crew up, if you went in and upgraded a crew while you had people on the bridge and then you went back out, it, it cleared the bridge and you had to reload those officers. Now you don't, those officers stay in the bridge. And that, that was pretty cool. I saw that yesterday. Yeah. That, that actually is really, really good. Uh, yeah. So, you know, a couple of unsung little things, nobody really saw the G4 warp, uh, change on the minor, but it's there. Uh, we've I been mean, talking it makes about, sense because, you know, it does. G5 mining nodes, and, you know, you can't... Well, not only that, we've been talking about uh, sourcing. You guys have been talking about directives and so forth. Um, I do want to point out milestone 16 in the free track. Milestone uh, 8. Nope, not 8. Is it just 16? I thought I saw it somewhere else. Uh, more rare directives, and that's in the free track, also in the paid track as well. There's some rare directives in the free track of the Battle Pass. Maybe, maybe it's just those. I thought there were two milestones. Weren't there two milestones that had them? Nonetheless, also look at milestone uh, 8, milestone 2, and milestone 18. So 2, 8, and 18 contain your 10 uncommon tickets that you're going to be using for the ticketed events this month. Uh, there will not be gift chests, just as a reminder there. Uh, they are all through the uh, Battle Pass free track, and that's how they're doing it. They are not doing it through gift chests. All right, yes, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Let's go. All right, ladies and gents, it is time to make seven winners today. Good golly, I didn't realize we had seven. Seven players are going to be a winner today. Milestone, yeah, 10 elite uh, 16 Elite, 18 Elite all have uh, rare directives as well, but that was in the Elite track. I didn't want to spend a whole lot of attention to it. Uh, so there you go. No, Blue says no free directives in 18. Uh, did I say 18? I meant 16. Look at 16. Sorry. I might have said 18, Blue, but I meant 16. There you go. <clears throat> Epically Jess says, hey, Bubba, you mentioned that some of these hostiles have captain's abilities. Do they have bridge crews and do they have officers that affect your crew and captains that affect hostiles like they do for players? In other words, are there crew that you can use to counter the abilities of these hostiles? I didn't see any crew, but they and I don't know if it, the proper term is a captain's ability, but there's definitely a trait-like thing that is affecting it. It's a ship ability, yes. So it's a ship ability of these hostiles, and are you 
Uh, is, is this what you guys are doing? Are you tinkering with crew to try to compensate for these abilities? Right now, I'm just trying to find crew that can get more than, you know, 10 or so at a time. Okay, great question, Jess. And, uh, you know, you might find a little bit more information in our video uh, that will come here in the next hour or so. Oh, my goodness gracious, only three subscribers away from 5,000. We might be able to hit it uh, while we're live here. We'll have to plan the uh, the, the 10 winners uh, coming up here very, very soon. But in the meantime, uh, we are going to make seven winners right now. So I'm going into Spam It. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Time is up. Spam It and pick. Winner number one through five will be Battle Pass. Winner number six will be Spam It. And then we'll come back in here and do a contest pick for the Trait XP. So here we go. Uh, let's see. Winner number one of a free Battle Pass, a $20 unlock to the Battle Pass. It's going to be AJ Dog from Server 29. Congratulations. Uh, Farska Mike. Farska Mike, you have also won a free battle pass. Mythodian, server 44, you've won a free battle pass. Cool. I cool. <laughs> I like that one. You win a free battle pass. And Scried, Screed, Scree, Scree. Congratulations. You guys win free battle passes. Congratulations to you. Five free battle passes have been awarded. And now for 500 G3 or G4 materials, Phazon. Phazon, congratulations to you and the five other winners. Awesome. Congratulations to all of you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I am not going to reset the bot just yet because you know what? These six players still have to respond. If nobody, uh, if somebody doesn't respond, then I will come in and draw an alternate. So you still have a chance to win, but I will reset the bot tomorrow or later tonight if all of the winners have responded. All right. So uh, we're not going to reset it just yet. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, we did it. We did it. 5,000 subs. We did it. Yeah. Woo. Oh, that makes me so excited. You guys are the best. Oh, we are there. 5,000 freaking subscribers on the YouTube. Yeah, baby. We did it. Oh, that's huge. You guys are the best. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. That's so exciting. That's so exciting. Well, yes, we're going to have to. We're going to do it. We are going to go and we are going to get 5,000 materials. We're going to dig it out from the Scopely uh, storage closets, and we're going to come back here, and we are going to be giving 10 players 500 Uncommon. Uh, it'll be coming up in a show very, very soon. Uh, as a matter of fact, right now, we're going to give another prize away. 5,000 Trait XP is going to go to Lone Wolf. Congratulations to you, Lone Wolf. Thank you. Thank you all. Absolutely flipping amazing. You guys are the best. Lone Wolf, you win. 5,000 trait XP. Everybody is going to have to send me their PMs with their player IDs, and we will get everybody hooked up with their prizes that they've won here today. The winning has just started. We have not stopped. That is one thing that we've done, Bubba. On the stage of Talking Trek, even going all the way back to the days before we were official and when Panic was giving us a try, he always allowed us to give giveaways. Stevens Aaron, do you remember on the very first show, if somebody goes back and listens, 
to the very first show, we gave away something like one million Tritanium. Do you remember? <laughs> it, was, yes. it was nothing. Guys, just for fun, go back and listen to episode number one. I'm pretty sure we gave away something like <laughs> 10 million steel or something like that. It was ridiculous. Oh, was <laughs> it was nothing. Look how far we've come. Thank you, Scopely, for your continued support, and thank you guys. Thank you guys for making the show as big as it's gotten. My goodness gracious. Thank you guys all so much. Visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can find our YouTube channel. You can find our merch store. Yes, we're we're big time now. We're 5,000 subs. You need to go get a hoodie. (laughs) Go get yourself some socks. All right, yeah, do it. Uh, You can find that link on our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. You can also uh, look at considering joining our patron program while you are on our website. These patrons support Talking Trek at a financial contribution of $5 or more per month. And I want to thank these guys. They do such good work for us. They mostly, almost all of them, provide data, and they're paying the bills around here. Thank you to Gregor, Ska, Venkman, and I, Beglin, Big Country, JC, Hank, Chucks the Grunt, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, Aham, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Berg, DJ Gur, Red 2, and Hani, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tavi Moser, Regis, Lady Kess, Engineering, Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Cam, Coulter, Jetski, Wingnut, Z-Man, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names, Rock, Raxnar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quack Fu, Callus, Kingo 101, Commander Taylor, Damodarks, Blue Mandalorian, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock the Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Kren, Galen, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, not my game name, Sentinel, Ripper Goes 24 Hours, Conair, Iris Jack, Wyman, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, The Egger, Never Clutch, Storm, Harshest Procedure, Lugga, Sub Commander, Doug, This Fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Jason Ruvo, uh, Velvet Thunder, Right Turn, Clyde, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Lorenzo, 7 of 9, Lube, Cha Cha Baba, A Fox, Mid Hat, Bills Mafia, E Rock, The Clueless One, Warren, Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, Evil Dragonfly, Shady Pines, John, Lonely Wolf, Susan, Gopher, Counselor Q, um, and uh, let's see, Jason. Jason, I didn't put you on the list yet. Q Tip. Q-Tip has joined the ranks of the patron program. And, of course, Keenzer, because, you know, your mom. All contributing, thank you from the bottom of my heart, $5 or more to the uh, financial success of Talking Trek. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast and a registered trademark recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your friendly and fun-loving furry feline host, saying meow for now. Love you, mean it. See you on the next one. Bye. Video coming in like three minutes. Hang on. Woo!